Hello, and welcome to the Stupid Sequels Podcast, where we find truly terrible movies and give them all the attention they don't deserve. Each episode, we'll discuss exactly what made such a horrible sequel, from casting to budget to just plain bad writing. While we all love a great movie, there's something just a little more fun about watching a seriously stupid sequel. Now, while there are plenty of awful sequels out there, we have a few guidelines about the kind of movies we'll be reviewing here. We're talking about direct-to-video, made-for-TV, never-appeared-in-a-theater sequels. The ones the studios gave up on before they even started. This week, my guest is Jessica, and we will be discussing Save the Last Dance 2, the sequel to Save the Last Dance. Hello, Jessica. Hello. Uh, so you picked this movie, and I think your exact reaction was, there's a sequel? Definitely. I was out with some friends, and you sent me a list, and I looked at it, and that jumped out to me immediately because I was sitting next to my best friend, and it the original is like her favorite movie ever. Mm-hmm. So I saw it, and I'm like, all right. Gotta do it. Yeah. Gotta know. And then you watched the first 30 seconds of Save the Last Dance 2, and you said, oh no. I'm not even kidding. I'd say the first 30 seconds was some of the weirdest stuff in that movie. <laughs> yes. Okay, we'll, we'll get to it. But I was just like, what? I was like, happening? Mm-hmm. Why is there like a voiceover? <laughs> like, Why is she being interviewed? Oh, God. Yes. Wait, I never, I always thought I always thought that was going to interviewed for her You're thing. right. By the end, I forgot about it, but... There were so many things that were dropped by the end of the movie. I think they just ran out of money. Um, so just for comparison, the original got a 59% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know if I'm surprised. I... Okay, here's the thing. Deep personal connection to Save the Last Dance. Save the Last Dance is the first PG-13 movie I ever oh, saw wow. in my life. Wow. I was, like, literally not allowed to see PG-13 movies until I was 13, with the exception of Save the Last Dance. Okay. Um, Pay It Forward. Wow, I totally saw that as a kid, too, and isn't it, like, a really depressing movie? <laughs> really fucking dark! <laughs> and the third one was Bring It On, which I saw at a sleepover. Oh, that was PG-13. And I got in so much trouble. Were you at my house? Yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry. Because my mom was like, well, if Jessica's watching it, it's probably fine. And then she's like, that's a sexy movie. And I'm like, mm-hmm, it's really not. Whatever. And then after that, it was kind of off the rails and I got to watch whatever I wanted. But like, and I think I turned 13 like a week later or something stupid. So like, Save the Last Dance was like, like the first time hearing shit on screen was like, like, Ooh. like, oh, like, scandalous. I, it was. It was just like, like the difference between like a PG movie and a PG-13 movie for me was like such a like sharp contrast. I was like, and I think she let me see it because it was like A about dancers, which I was okay, at the time. Sure. And B about interracial interracial relationships, of which I am the product of one. So I think like I was like, it's Mommy, beautiful. it's about black people and white people and dancing. And she's like, You can see it. Like, <laughs> so like to me, I'm like, this movie was fucking Schindler's list. It was Titanic. It's a hundred percent. But watching it back, I'm like, oh no, fifty-nine feels about right. Yeah, um, in my, ha- I haven't seen it in a really long time, and I rewatched I it for this too. Since like, the initial watch. No, shut up. Yep. Oh I wow. Haven't seen it before. Wow, because I've definitely seen it a couple times, but I remembered it a lot better. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it. I'm like, oh, this is all right. Yeah. <laughs> like it's okay. It, ver- it it obviously has very big ideas. Of like, this is going to be a movie about race and yes. the world you enter and like your privilege and the privilege that you don't see. But then she does a sick dance move and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> um, that's the number one thing I want to talk about that's not about the sequel. That Julia Stiles can't dance? Cannot dance! Okay. Can't dance Ugh. at all. Like, it is tragic. The first, like, okay, so if you haven't seen the original, 
blah, 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 the premise is Julia Stiles is auditioning for Juilliard. And she's like, Mom, you have to be there. And her mom is running late and she rushes to her audition. She gets in a car accident and she dies. So she so, stops dancing. So she stops dancing. And she has to like move to the inner city. She moves to Chicago to live with her dad. And she goes to a school entirely populated by black people. Much more, not how that works, but okay. Um, and then she's like, I'm never going to dance again. Guilty feeling. <laughs> <God, no." laughs> I mean, the song does not play, but the feeling is but definitely Might there. as well. Um, and then she goes to a hip hop club and decides, I'm going to learn hip hop. And then she learns how to mash hip hop and ballet. And life is just a dance. If love is a rhythm, I am a dancer. Um, so many of these songs went through my head as I watched this really movie. Funny. Are we human or are we dancers? That um, is the question. <laughs> the ultimate question. <laughs> okay, so that's basically the premise of the first movie. Um, and so the opening of the movie is Julia Stiles. Like, look how fucking great she is at ballet at her Juilliard audition. I'm like, she can't dance. Um, I read, like, a BuzzFeed article. What if... It was, like, 30-something things you don't know about this. Did you read it, too? And it was, like, she practiced for, like, had rehearsals for, like, six weeks. And I was, like, not That's enough. That's not long enough. Not I, enough. Oh, I wrote it down. Um, she... I have it open if I could find... Nope. My notes are all fucked no, up. No, but it was so funny because I was watching it, and my mom walks by, and she's, like... She trained for a month and a half for six hours a day. Yeah, that's just not that's enough. Not that's enough. not enough. My mom walks by and she's like, did Julia Stiles dance before this movie? And I was like, mom, Julia Stiles can't dance in this movie. Like, <laughs> let's be honest. This is not, this or, is not good. Real. Um, but she credits the drunk dancing scene she does in uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. Which I don't remember. Got her the audition. Um, I mean, good for her, but. So it's when she's at the party with Patrick Verona and she's drunk dancing <gasps> on, on the, the table. table. And he falls off, which I watched that scene, and, like, she has better rhythm and, like, that's the motion thing. in her hips. You can tell she doesn't have rhythm in the movie. It's not like she can't do the steps. She's doing the steps she's doing the fine. Steps. She just doesn't, she's a white girl. But I think it's Sorry. just, like, because in the movie she's, like, playing drunk, you can, like, oh, well, she's not right on the moves because she's drunk. But, like, she's got some, like, hip swivel action on yeah. that table where I'm, like, god damn, Julie says, and then she falls off the, t- like, she dances for 40 seconds. Yeah. So she's, like, oh, I completely credit 10 Things I Hate About You for even getting me the audition. And then I think they saw me and were, like, Ooh, girl, get yourself to boot camp. <laughs> yeah. Because it Where at least work. the girl in the sequel, she was like a trained she, dancer. She was literally a ballerina in communist Poland. And the way she got out of communist Poland was by dancing. Oh, wow. Okay, the shit I Googled about the girl in the sequel, I'm like, well, first of all, I Googled after 20 minutes, I was like, this girl's accent keeps slipping. She's from Eastern Europe. And then I was like, oh, wow, I was right? In the opening. Okay, okay. So this is a deep cut. I'm I'm guessing a lot of you came here from my um, guest appearance on Maul's podcast. Um, wow. Mother May I Sleep With podcast. I just forgot the name of her podcast. Sorry, Maul's. Um, so if you listen to Mother May I Sleep With podcast and you watch the movie Starving in Suburbia, Julia Stiles is recast in the sequel by the girl who plays Butterfly Anna. If that sentence didn't make sense to you, I'm sorry. For the 10 of you who it did, Yeah. Weird. And I immediately recognize this girl from, because in Serving in Suburbia, she's just a voiceover. She's like the voice of anorexia in a girl's head. Oh. And it's really weird because it's supposed to be like her inner like demon. Right. But her inner demon is Polish. (laughs) (laughs) And her voice is so distinct and like accented that literally she's like, who am I? Oh, I'm just Sarah. And I love to dance. I'm like, Butterfly Anna. And I Google it. I'm like, I was fucking right. Have you never seen her in anything before? No. Oh, so and you like, haven't seen Coyote Ugly. And you don't you don't see her face oh, okay. in Starving in Suburbia. 
So even if I had seen her in other stuff, yeah. I, I wouldn't have known her from that. Right. Uh, but yeah, Isabella Miko um, is a fucking phenomenal dancer. Yeah. Which I think the movie, like, the last ten minutes, like, just, just let Isabella dance. Yes. <laughs> like, I mean, that is pretty much what happened. When it ended, I was like, oh, that was kind of anticlimactic, but they really did just let her dance through the last ten minutes, and I, that was it. It really did, and I thought some black swan shit was about to happen. Um, so, okay, talk about we'll the original. We'll talk about there. the original. Um, so, this movie was nominated for, like, every Teen Choice Award and, like, MTV Music oh, Award. of course. Because it was uh, produced by MTV, as was the sequel. It stars Julia Stiles, um, Sean Patrick Thomas. Uh, it was Carrie Washington's first movie role. Um, and Bianca Lawson, who yeah. is a vampire. I'm yeah. sorry, she is. Yeah. That bitch looks the same 20 years ago as she does to fucking day. She's Nikki, right? Yeah. She's Maya in Pretty Little Liars. She convincingly pays a 17-year-old in 2001 as well as she does in 2016, as well as she does in 1998 on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Bitch is a vampire. That's incredible. Google Bianca Lawson at any point. She's like Keanu Reeves. She just looks the same. She's aging backwards. She's Paul Rudd. Keanu Reeves doesn't look the same. He looks better and better. He does. But so does Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's aging backwards, too. Like, picture of him in Ant-Man, picture of him in Clueless. He looks the fucking, like, he looks- Oh, okay, yes. He looks hotter in Ant-Man, but he looks the fucking same. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah. But Bianca Lawson's such a small character. I'm like, I want more! Um- so the entire first dance scene in the club with the two of them was 100% improvised, which I'm like, I would You don't hope say. So. You don't say. <laughs> because he's literally telling her the steps as she's doing them and she's still not really getting them. But they basically were like, get on the dance floor. Julia, dance badly. Perfect. Um, <laughs> Sean Patrick Thomas, dance. And then Julia, try and copy him. And she like, couldn't copy him. Which he's is why not he, even doing anything difficult. Which is why he was like, foot in front. But, but he wasn't supposed to see, it was just supposed to be like, wow, we're so in sync with each other. We just, but she couldn't get it. So that whole thing where like, she's staring at him like, I fucking can't get oh it, my God. is genuine. And then um, she's like bobbing her head back and forth. Like, oh God. With her t-shirt do-rag. <laughs> I still don't, I, I was looking <laughs> at the logistics. I don't know how they did it, first of all. Where did the sleeves go? No, 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 no. So but, she, remember that thing in the 90s where you'd have like a tank top like, with a pattern? And then you have an outer shirt. shirt with a Yeah, pattern. so it was like kind of like a short... Wait, no, it had sleeves. She had two shirts. I know, but but then it goes... The outer part went, goes on her head. Oh. And I'm like, I can't see the part. Where does the sleeves go in her direct? <laughs> well, first yes. of all, she shows up at Carrie Washington's house to go to a club in knee-high boots, a knee-length okay. skirt. Those boots were, were not at that time. That skirt length was not 90s. 90s, yes, it was. Totally. Well, 90s it was, was just past your vagina. Like, that's not even true. Okay, there, there I mean... And you look, we don't need to get this far into fashion, but there is, like, at least several different styles that were happening no, 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 in the no. 90s. No, um, absolutely. But, like, I'm going to a club with a bunch of, like... Yeah, no, but it's supposed to make her, like... Yeah. Like, she doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah, she but, like, doesn't. I love that she goes to Carrie Washington's house and she's like, do I look okay? And she's like, mm-hmm. I'm like, why did she say no then? She could have helped her. Yeah, and they wait until she's, like, outside the club to, like, fucking, like... I'm like, dude, that's, like... Let's get in your car. Well, let's fix this. I'm like, you could have fixed this 15 minutes ago. Like, Carrie Washington could have lent her some clothes. That's exactly what I thought. And I, I thought completely thought she was, like, going to put her in, like, some, like, like really bad, like, hip-hop stuff. And, like, she was going to get shit for it. Like, yeah. ooh, white girl thinks she can wear fubu. What the fuck? Like, I thought she was going to get shit. Um, but no, they just, like, tuck her hair back up in her shirt. Um, 
So the chair dancing between the two of them, or like the chair dancing, that's just the choreography for the Backstreet Boys music video, as long as you like me. Okay, I saw that online, and I was like, no. And then I watched music, and I'm like, oh, it full on Oh, I'll have to look it up later. It completely is. That's fantastic. So Kerry Washington was 22, and she had just finished college, and Julia Stiles was 19, and she started Columbia right after this movie premiered. So, like, wow. they were actually pretty good at getting yeah. teenagers to play teenagers. Like, 20, I mean, close. 19. As, as close as Hollywood likes to get. Yeah. And uh, Mika, Isabella Mika and Julia Stiers are only a month apart in age. Like, they have, like... So what you're saying is they should have cast Isabella from the beginning? Yes. <laughs> so, the thing is, the sequel cut happens six years later, but it's supposed to happen, like, three months later in movie time. So Mika yeah. Kelly is 25 playing a high school, fr- a college Mika freshman. Kelly. Mika Kelly. Mika <laughs> <laughs> Isabella Mika. Is- Isabella Mika Grace Kelly. That's what my brain just did. <laughs> Isabella Mika was 26 playing an 18-year-old college freshman. Which, okay, issues with her being 18, which we'll get to later. Um, Sean Patrick Ant- Thomas was 31. Just straight up 31 playing an 18-year-old. Yeah, that's pretty um, normal, though. And he was also... Um, Ronald the cello teacher in Cruel Intentions. I have seen that movie once, so I do not remember. We're going to watch Cruel Intentions as soon as this podcast, sure right? Thing. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, for any of you who watched, who listened to our earlier episodes, he's the cello teacher from the original movie, not from the shitty sequel. Um, so the director is Thomas Carter, who also did uh, Swing Kids. I love Swing Kids. I've never heard of that. No <gasps> you idea. didn't have to watch that in history class? We grew up together at the same school. What did I miss? We didn't, we're not the same school. I had to watch it in high school. Oh, okay, there we go. No, it's about, it's like, it's a bunch of kids in World War II Germany, and they like, oh. like the swing dance, because it's like American music, and they're like, this is by black people, well, you can't dance good. to this, and they're like, no, we're the swing kids, and like half the kids are Jewish, and it's super sad, and uh, Christian Bale, Christian Bale, not, Christian Bale gets the shit kicked out of him, and then bleeding from the mouth, stares down a Nazi, and aggressively sings, it don't mean a thing. If it no. ain't got that swing, no. do what, do what, what? It's <laughs> fucking incredible. It's amazing. It's, oh, like, it's like teenagers in Nazi Germany, we just want to dance. It's like Footloose during Nazi I Germany. I have like a goal to watch every Christian Bale movie ever. It I have might an not obsession. Be, okay. So if it is him, if I will get there. I'm so sure it's Christian Bale. He also directed Coach Carter, which I vaguely remember. Yeah, um, I, I saw that. Yeah. The name's familiar. Wait. Is it about basketball? I think so. Sounds like it would be. Um. Oh, other fun fact. Snooki from Jersey Shore straight up got the nickname Snooki yes. from this movie. Which I find fucking hilarious. I think it's so great. And that Snooki's a male character. And she's just like, mm, don't give a fuck. Wait. It, oh, it okay, is. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Christian Bale. It's Christian Bale. <gasps> oh my god. Okay. Um. Oh. Yeah. My swing boys. Swing boys. My swing boys. Swing kids. Um. So... <laughs> The sequel, they lose, uh, well, first of all, they lose the entire original cast, which right. I could have logically seen because it's her going from high school to college in a different city, um, but they recast Julia Stiles as uh, Il- Isabella Mika. She's from Coyote Ugly. She's from Step Up 5. She's from- What? Yeah. Step Up 5? Five? Five. I never knew it got that far. It was the last one, 2014. I never saw um, anything past the second. And, uh, pretty much- that, I was like- any, okay. like, shitty dance movie you've seen in the past ten years, Isabella Mika was probably in it. That's so interesting. She's in, like, everything. But she's she's not, like, leads in a lot. It's just, like, sassy backup dancer seven. Like, she's a really, really accomplished dancer. She's literally a ballerina from communist Poland. 
She's incredible. Um, so the only creative team that they share with the original is Robert Court, who is the producer. But the rest of the produce, the uh, directorial creative music, cinema, yeah. everyone else is different. Um, fun fact, and I just wait. Laugh. What about the choreographer? Different. Okay. Which I could tell because <laughs> there's good choreography in the sequel. But then, sorry, I looked up the person from the original, and like she's choreographed for like so many famous people. But they had to choreograph to Julia Stiles' skill level. I mean. That is very true. Um, and just a fun fact, the actress who plays the racist lady in the first one, her name is Brenda Pickleman. The racist lady. On the train in the in the original. Oh, I love that scene. Oh, so good. love that scene. Okay, I want to talk more about the original, just like ambiguously, because there's so much to talk about. I it's <laughs> <laughs> Julia Stiles can't dance. She really can't. Period. She can't dance ballet. Oh, I literally she can't wrote dance secondhand embarrassment when Sarah first dances at the club. Like I was like, okay, ugh, Sarah acting. Sarah at the club is legitimately Chelsea's first experience in a club in New York in college. Oh gosh, like I don't know how anything works. I don't have the right ID. I don't know what to order at the bar, but it's gonna. You know be what? Wrong. I'm 26 and I still don't know what to order at the bar. <laughs> Vodka soda. <laughs> they can't fuck it up. You can't go wrong. There um, you go. But let's just like, I don't know how to dance. All my friends left me. What do I do? Ah! Like, <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. Um. But like, okay, here's my question. First of all, why did she get a second audition for Juilliard? Right. I don't understand that either. Like, you messed up. I could understand because she, waiting she, a year, right? Like, schools will do that. Like, you can audition the next year or whatever. Yeah, but, but then this is like she, six months later. Shouldn't even she be senior year, senior year? Like... Yeah. Sean Patrick Thomas has already gotten his acceptance letters to Georgetown before she even has her Juilliard audition. She didn't call Do we know she's a senior? Could oh. he be a year ahead of her? Why would you audition your junior year? I don't know. You think I know how this stuff works? But the, okay, so, okay, for me, um, this, Chelsea the Theater Kid is about to come out. I'm sorry. So the way that I had to get into theater programs, or not get into theater programs, because I didn't get into a single one. Um, so you got in... There were, it worked two ways, which is either you auditioned for the school and submit your application simultaneously. Okay. And, like, you do them within the same month of each other and... Um, they take it all into account at one time. Yeah. And so, like, there were schools, like, you got into the school, you did not get into the theater program. Mm. Okay. And I don't know if the reverse can happen, where it's like, girl, if you'd have gotten in, but Is you didn't. that what happened with where you went? No. Um, or you can audition for the... You can submit to the school. They accept... 150 people to the theater program and then you audition and only 50 actually get into the theater program but you can still go to the school which is what happened at Pace okay so I got into Pace um as well as Marymount Manhattan yeah I got into Marymount Manhattan bitches um Boston University I have never heard of this school before it's a bunch of theater schools in New York (laughs) so I got into a bunch of I got I applied to 12 schools and I got into eight I got into a lot of fucking That schools. is solid. And one of the ones I got turned down from was Yale, which, like, duh, that was gonna happen. Like, I I applied for Yale knowing I wasn't getting it. Like, I, I had to. Um, so I auditioned, I got into eight schools. I think I auditioned for five or six of their theater programs, and I didn't get into any. And there were schools where they had a non-auditioned theater program. They're like, anybody can get in. I'm like, but that's not the kind of theater program Sounds you like know. it sucks. Like, yeah. Which yeah. is maybe rude of me, and I'm sorry to anyone who But if you're trying to pursue it as, like, some kind of career, you want to be somewhere where they're being a little more selective. Exactly. So I didn't get into a theater program anywhere, so then that completely adjusted where I went to college and blah, 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 and I should have gone to Emerson and not Pace. Sorry, Pace. You did me dirty. Um, 
100%. I wish I'd gone to you. But you were in Boston and not New York, so you lose. Um, Boston's pretty cool. It is. And I liked Boston when I visited it. I was just like, New York. I know. I think um, since I've known you, you wanted to go to New York. And here's the issue, is when I visited New York, I was visiting, like, the Upper West Side, the Upper East Side, Soho. Where's like, Pace? Um, the financial district. <laughs> at the fucking bottom of the island where there's no fucking nightlife. And if there's a bar, it's full of 40-year-old Wall Street douchebags. And, like, literally, I, I went to New York for a week for my Marymount Manhattan... Marymount Manhattan? Manhattan. Manhattan. <laughs> Marymount Manhattan audition. Because most schools do, like, an audition in Atlanta and an audition in New York, which is very nice. Okay. Like, and a bunch of schools clump their auditions together. Like, I auditioned for four schools at once at one audition oh, in LA. That's which is awesome. Very nice. Because they understand, like, right. kids can't afford to fly... From school to school to school. And especially for a person like me, like, why I auditioned at eight schools. Um, this is boring theater stuff for everyone else. I'm sorry. Um, so I auditioned for, like, four schools at once. Rejected. Um, but Marymount Manhattan, because they're a very small school, you had to fly out to audition. So I stayed with my friend Michael Kirsch. Thank you, Michael. Uh, he dated Katie Laycock. Okay. Um, so he went to Marymount Manhattan. So he's like, come stay in my dorm. I was like, where's a good hotel? He's like, uh, bitch, my dorm. What the fuck are you talking about? So I spent a week in New York with a bunch of cool college kids who went to Marymount Manhattan on the Upper East Side. And, like, we did all this Upper East Side shit. So, like, I did all of that. And then, like, I went to Boston for a week with my mom. And I was like, so you're like this isn't cool. Boston's cool, but, like, fucking New York, like, Dean and DeLuca and, like, Upper East Side. And, like, I feel like I'm living in Gossip Girl. And I walk past the Met every day to get coffee. And then I got into Pace. And I had never visited Pace's campus. And I'm like, I'm going to go here. And literally, I, like, got out of my taxi and, like, what have I done? What is this shit? <laughs> what is this? No, and for not, and I, the thing with uh, Pace was you could audition into the theater program. Later, um, wow, we're 30 minutes in. We're not even in the sequel. Sorry, guys. Um, I might cut a lot of this. Yeah, it's cool. Um, you can, Once you're at Pace, you can continue to audition for the theater program, which a lot of other schools are like, once you're not in, you're not in. Okay. So I figured with Pace, I could try and get in multiple times. Tried three times. Did not get in. So, like, knowing what I know now, I, A, should have gone to Emerson, B, should have just gone to Marymount, Marymount Manhattan, not in the theater program, and been in the part of New York I wanted to be in. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah. So, Julie you know what? You had a little, a journey there. I did. I applied to one school. I went to it. I graduated there. It you was did. very boring. And how much debt are you in? Zero dollars. Fuck you. <laughs> Pace was 50 grand a semester. Holy shit. Well, I had mad scholarships, to be fair. That's cool. That's and then cool. I went to the hospital and I lost my scholarships. Right. And my that senior year was ass. entirely out of pocket. And I am, I don't like to talk about it yeah, let's, much in debt. Let's move this it's on. bad. Sequel. Shit show of a sequel. First of all, Isabel Mika can dance like a motherfucker. Yes. She can dance so well. Um, it, um, but it opens with the weirdest thing. She's like being interviewed it felt like a disney channel original movie <laughs> it felt like you're watching disney channel yes because there's a green screen that she keeps like dancing in front of and then sometimes being interviewed in front of i literally wrote disney channel original movie. oh my gosh i literally wrote disney channel i did original not but i just thought notes. of it because i'm like oh yeah i've seen that like setup before yeah like, hey, I'm in front of a green screen and I'm dancing. Aren't I crazy? Yeah, and like, <laughs> on the green like, screen, there's lights and then there's a city and cars driving by. And there's like videos of her being a little kid, like dancing around. Yeah. And like, uh huh. And she's like, oh, my mom said I learned a pirouette before I could dance. And I fell on my abs doing those. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. Because the original is like gritty and dark and sad and like 
yeah. examinations of racism and like the culture and the world we live in. Which this one was not. This one was about dancing and it was dancing. Just about dancing. And also dancing. And it also took me about twenty minutes into the movie to realize that it wasn't like a you know how they'll do sequels where it's like completely separate? Like bring it on. Right? Or like or like a Cinderella story where it's like just entirely. It's different like a people. totally different thing, different people. It took me like twenty minutes to figure out that she was supposed to be the Sarah same. Johnson. Yes. Which like why didn't they just do that? Like, make it a different story? Yeah. Just I like, don't know, because they could have made, like, a more interesting or more relevant backstory, because how am I supposed to believe that someone says, hey, you shouldn't have a boyfriend, it's going to be a distraction, and then boom, she doesn't have a boyfriend, even though the whole first movie was, like, setting up this great relationship? And, like, and like and everyone's trying to pull them apart because, like, they shouldn't be together because she's white and he's black, and, like, and they fought, and they're like, fuck what the world is, we're going to be together, except he went to Georgetown, and that's, like, a 20-minute drive, so. Yeah, yeah, so we're done. I was like... Because uh, Georgia is in Washington, D.C., and she's in New York. That's honestly like a two-hour train ride. It's not that bad. Okay, it's like more like four hours. Yeah, but I'm still, like, oh, I think you got your time sprung there, but, But, like, you know. they're both on the East Coast. Like, it's not like, you know, New York, L.A. <laughs> yes. Like, they could have seen each other Well, and I'm weekends. not saying, like, every high school relationship has to, like, no, no, make no, no, it. No, 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 But. For how hard they fought. Right, and how, like, the amount of time that I think we're supposed to assume has passed between the end of the first movie and then her going to Juilliard. It doesn't seem like it's supposed to be a lot of time. And she, like, throws it away. She's like, oh, yeah, we broke up. So, anyway, I love yeah. kissing. The only thing I love more than dancing is kissing. I'm like, since fucking when? Wait, did she say that? She fucking straight up said. Wow, I think I missed She's that. like, um, I love dancing. I love hip-hop. Kanye. And she, like, lists a bunch of artists. She's like, oh, and kissing. Can That's I say right. that? Nope, I remember that. I love kissing. The only thing I love more than kissing is dancing. I'm like... Who the fuck is this? This is not Julia Styles. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, not, like, act- obviously actress Julia Styles, but, like, the character. The character. The character was so different. Because Sarah Johnson in the first is, like, a tortured, heartbroken, every day's she, agony without her mother. But she also seemed, like, a real person. And real intelligent and, like, intellectual and, yeah. like, introverted. And this bitch is like, party! It's I, Sarah Johnson! Like... <laughs> I'm so cute. Look at my other cute friends. And then, like, okay, and the other thing that bugged me was, like, in this pseudo-weird interview, which we never understand what it's for, she's talking about, like, I love hip-hop. And she, like, lists off, like, a bunch of artists like she's a fucking aficionado. I'm like, you've known about hip-hop for maybe six months. That's true. I think that's why I didn't realize it was supposed to be the same character. Because that whole, like, character setup right there... Did not make sense. No. At all. Because you're right. Like, she didn't know hip-hop. Like, like, and that pissed me off in this, that she just acted like, uh, hip-hop? Yeah, I fucking know hip-hop. What, you think I'm just some white bitch from the suburbs? Yes, yes you are. Yes, Your black boyfriend introduced you to hip-hop and he gave you- He also basically choreographed your Juilliard audition for you. And gave you any of this confidence, moves, history, knowledge. Because, like, that, like, first day of hip-hop class, we're- well, we'll get to that. We'll, we have to do it oh, in yeah. order. Um- so she and Dean broke up because he went to Georgetown. It, literally the tone and like acting and like sets of this movie feel like a Disney Channel original movie. Yeah. Straight up. We both thought it. We both felt it. Um, so she meets her roommate. Her roommate. Hold Zoe. on. I got a point exactly right here. She meets her roommate and I'm like, I like this girl. She's cute. Whatever. She's the quirky brunette. Yeah. She's like, I don't know. She's helping her bring her stuff into the dorm, right? And there's the box. Oh. With the Barbie heads. Which is never explained. No, and, like, Sarah does not seem to think it's that weird. She, like, makes a joke. She's about like, how Ken's, like, uh... There's, like, a top hat, a skull named Hamlet. Um, which, wow, way to be obvious. And a box of Barbie heads. And Sarah's just like, 
I always knew Ken was a serial killer. And then, that's it. No, your roommate is a serial killer. Yes, I'm like, no, you see a box of Barbie heads, you are getting a new roommate. Barbie heads. Like, so, like, it was supposed to be like, oh, she's a quirky actress and she has all these, like, she's got a top hat because she's an actress. She's got a skull because, like, she has to practice Hamlet. But, like, Barbie heads doesn't read actor. That reads legit psychopath. Yes, crazy. Like, are you doing spells with them? Like, what is happening? I... Are you, like... Making voodoo dolls. I don't know. If she was a weird art student, I would have gotten Box of Barbie Heads. I could have gotten that, absolutely. But that is not who she was. But yeah, Box of Barbie Heads is never explained. Um, So then they're at this assembly, which is like, (laughs) welcome to the school. Um, And she meets Miles. um, And he's like, ew, I liked him immediately. And I was like, wow, innuendo much? Okay. Miles? What? Sorry, the trombone trombone? Oh. (laughs) Because he wants to trombone her um <laughs> i was like wait did they mean for that and then a couple seconds later like he mentioned something again like about how she looks like she would play and i was like yeah they did that on purpose yeah. but at first i wasn't sure you look good with something in your mouth um and she's like i'm a prima ballerina he's like you look primo but not like a ballerina i'm like no isabella mika absolutely looks like a ballerina this joke doesn't track yeah that's true she definitely this does. scene was written when they still thought they were getting julia styles okay I can see Julia Stiles in this, like, I am a ballerina. He's like, you don't fucking look like one. Like, yeah. And, okay, also, Isabella Mika is dressing like Julia Stiles does in, like, the final scene of the original, where it's like, uh, hip-hop cool. now. Yeah. Which I'm like, not necessarily. Like, you're you're still white Julia Stiles. Like, yeah. You, you dressed hip-hop to, like, go to hip-hop clubs, but at school, minus the braids, which I was just going to say, need to talk I about. haven't thought about that, too. It was one consistency. There were a lot of braids in the first one, a lot of braids in the second one. The, the blacker, the more black adjacent Julia Stiles gets in the original, the more braids she has. Yeah. Because the first day of school, her hair is just down. Second time you see her, hair's put a ponytail. When they take her to the club, it's up in the bun do rag. Yep. Next day at school, she's got one braid. Next day, she's got pigtails. <laughs> then she's got some like Lizzie McGuire with some like random braids, but also straight hair. Which was a, which was a look. In it was a IV. look, and like let's bring this back, y'all. Like, I'm and in saying. the final scene, she has like faux twisted curled braided yep. cornrows, which problematic as fuck. But yep. okay, yep. Did you read that article from Huffington Post? No. Oh my god. I debated bringing it up, which is what, how would have saved the last dance been different if it was written in 2016? And it was like, um, that's a, I'm going to forget his name now. Oh, like Sean, oh, Dean would have been part of the Black Lives Movement. Dean? Not Dean. Wow. Um, Derek? Derek. There we go. My handwriting is that bad. Like Derek would have been part of the Black Lives Movement for like his friend Malachi. Like, no, we got to be on the right side of history. We can't all be angry black guys. Yeah. Um, like, the whole, the social media would have been a bigger aspect of it rather than, like, I heard, I saw, um, she would have corrected her grammar from slamming to lit. You know what? I don't hate slamming. I found it very funny. I love slamming. And one <laughs> slamming. was, like, um, Nikki would have given her some shit about her cornrows and we would have agreed with her. And I'm like, yup. Wait, hold on. Going back to Nikki, her outfit the first night in the oh. club, I was obsessed with, like, she the black She looks like a Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Wow. <laughs> Chelsea like, no. is white. Chelsea is white. She's not, though. Um, <laughs> but no, she looked like Aaliyah. Yes, yes, 100%. I was, like, so into that outfit and her, like, hair with the, like, pieces cut down the front because I've been trying I to bring that back for 15 years. I tried to do that for so Like, where you have, like, four pigtails and then, like, the piece. I yeah. want to pull that off so fucking bad. 
But I can't. You know what? What did they do last year that was like the big thing? Everybody was doing those little oh, buns again. The so. soccer buns. I did that for Halloween, and then I'm like, this is a look. I can wear it. I wore this. it to work once. That was a, a choice. Well, <laughs> I, I was going to wear it to work, and then I realized at home that I couldn't because I have to wear a headset oh, sure, at work. Sure. And like the pigtail buns either had to be too far back yeah. or they had to be too far forward for my head yeah. to. And I was like, damn it. Like, that was a look. Like, because I did it on <laughs> Halloween yeah. where I was panned and they were my ears. So I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, well. Um, but no, like on the weekends, I pulled that look off like a two or three times. It's fun. <laughs> it um, but yeah, so, but just like new, new Sarah is like, oh, this is just how I dress. And this is, and her hair is in braids constantly. Yeah. Dude, those yeah. fishtail pigtail braids she had were cute as fuck. Oh, I was thinking it. Cute I was like, fuck. I really, that's the point when I made a note about the braids. Cause I was like, okay, they're like trying to track that back to the first one. Yeah. And then I was like, can I do that? Mostly, I don't have the patience, but I'm you, into the look. You could do fishtail pigtail braids. You could. You can't do that, like, box braid thing that, like, Kylie Jenner's trying to pull off. Oh, yeah, no. You can't do that. But I mean, I've done it, but... No, it, you can't pull it off. <laughs> that is saying. rude. <laughs> no, I look adorable. You do not know. <laughs> uh, no, I really would no, like, no, only not, do not, that around my house. Not, but, just um, the, not just the French braid pigtails, the, like, the box braids. Yeah, no, I can't Where you've got, like, the, the Ficka Twigs baby hairs thing. <laughs> well, I'm white, so I don't got those. Yeah, but, like, that's what Kylie yes, is trying. Yes. That's what I'm saying you can't pull off. Yeah. Well, You're allowed I, to I'm do not it. trying to be black, so. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm black, and I don't try to pull that shit off, even though I have baby hairs. Um, yeah. So, the dean is like, look to your left, look to your right. By the end of this year, two of you won't be here. And I'm like, yeah. And then she's like. Oh, and the two of you who don't wait here, you'll be working at a Barnes & Noble. Aww. I just wrote on here, rough. Barnes & Noble. <laughs> or be working at a cosmetics counter in Buffalo. I'm like, that speaks more to the shittiness of the degrees that come out of Juilliard. Well, I think she was saying they wouldn't get through Juilliard. Oh. Uh, like, like, that only a third of them were going to be successful in their field. craft. And she said successful in their craft. But, like, they're, I know I think I assumed it to be that they wouldn't graduate. But maybe I'm wrong. Well, the, the, it could be that, but there are schools where they have cut programs, which are just brutal, which is they accept 100 students freshman year, and at the end of your freshman year, 50 of you are out of the theater program, and at the end of your sophomore year, 25 more of you are out, and only 10 people graduate senior year. So your junior year of college, you can lose your entire major. Wow. Isn't that fucking insane yeah you actually have to be crazy to go through with that i i got into a couple schools with cut programs and i was like "Mm -mm. fuck no yeah fuck no that's terrifying and that's like when you get all those like six and seven year seniors and they're like yeah yeah i had to start over it's not because or like people just double major like oh knowing like if it doesn't work out at least i got the second one on. yeah (laughs) but then they're like oh well you're not as dedicated because you double major because you're preparing yourself for failure it's like no wow Uh, but yeah cut programs are vicious i I was just assuming it was a cut program situation, but if it's Juilliard, you might just be straight up cut out. You're right. Um, I, don't, I mean, I don't know how that works, so I've never I don't either. heard I don't, of a cut program, but I just took it to mean, like, they would be done with the school. I went to one Juilliard, like, informational meeting my junior year of college and was like, oh, fuck no. <laughs> Ju- Juilliard, it was crazy. They came to OSHA. I went to a creative arts high school, so we had colleges come to us, because you're fancy. Um, okay. Colleges go to not fancy colleges. No, but. we had like Juilliard and like ABT. Like okay, we, we okay, had okay. theater schools Got come you. to us. Got you. So Juilliard came and it was mandatory because most of them were like optional. Like Yale's coming, go or don't go. Columbia's coming, go or don't go. 
Juilliard came, they're like, every fucking single senior, you need to go. Right. Because Juilliard That's like is, the goal. This is the goal. And, like, they gave this whole, like, fucking hour-long talk, and, like, half the room, or I would say 80% of the room went, oh, fuck no. Juilliard's out of my brain. I'm done. I don't want to think about it. And 20% of the room went, I want it. Which is exactly what they want. Right. They want the people who want it. And they like, want the people who aren't scared. Yeah. And it's like, you have to live on campus all four years. You are not allowed to have an outside job. You are not allowed to live off campus. You are not allowed to perform outside of Juilliard. Your class days are 12 hours long, six days a week. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, no. That's too... Nope. Which, and I, I think they came my freshman or sophomore year, because like, I was like, uh-uh, that's fucking insane. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, Juilliard's intense, so maybe you're just straight cut from the school. Um, and oh, the next part, mm-hmm. I don't know if you have anything else to say about that, but no. then she goes on to, like, meet her mentor? Yeah. Why was she so aggressive right away? And then she was nice, and then she was mean again. Yeah. So, her mentor, I never caught, oh, Katrina, Katrina's yes. mentor's name. Um, so, she's like, hi, I'm your mentee, I'm really excited to be at Juilliard, and she's like, first step, stay out of my way, second step, I'm taking your cake. And I'm like, huh? Yeah, I was very lost. I'm like, why is she being so mean? And then Zoe meets her mentor, and she's like, where do you get your eyebrows done? Yeah, well, and then she's like, you're so cute, and I wrote on here, he's not. He's really not. <laughs> and he's wearing two polo shirts, which is so of the and time. And the mentor never comes back. Nope, never. Um. So then Katrina is, like, leading Sarah, like, to dance class, and she's like, Never date an actor. They all have ballerina fetishes. Um, always do this. Always do that. Which is that? Is that supposed to be like um, Chenille's like intro to the oh. high school scene? Where like, she picks up her backpack yes. and she's like, "That's how easy it is to donate to charity. Don't put your shit on the floor." Like, yeah. I love that scene. Do you have a list of quotes from the first one you like? Because I do. The I do. Second too. one I have. We like, do them at the end. Two. I'm we, just saying. We do our quotes at the end. Okay. But oh, <laughs> I wouldn't bust a cap in your ass. <laughs> That's all my list. <laughs> I would never. Okay, cut that, cut that, because we have to save that for later. Oh my god. But no, I have like 12 quotes written from the original. They're so good. Yeah. And the sequel is like, I've got to start a funny one. I forgot until like three quarters of the way through this thing where I was like, none of this stood out. But that's though. the thing is you shouldn't have to look for your quote. No. A quote should hit you so hard that you're like, oh, oh I want god. to remember this. Yeah. And this was not. And like that. whenever I have to look for a quote, I'm like, there's no real movie. Yeah. Um, so she's like, blah, blah, blah. Like, this is how you do the dance. This is how you do the thing. Put your shit in here. Put your locker over here. Um, and so they're in dance class stretching. And Katrina's like, get to the bar right now. She's like, what? She's like, get on the bar. And she just, like, goes to the bar. And, like, ten seconds later, the teacher opens the door. Yeah. And she's like, learn from this girl's experience. At 9.29, you should be stretched and ready. And at 9.30, you should be ready to go. The rest of you need to learn. And Katrina looks at her like, you're welcome, bitch. I'm like, so are you nice or me? Yeah. I, it was so back and forth the whole time. I d- literally, by the also, end of the movie, I couldn't understand. No, I I had so many notes about this girl because I, like, did not get it. Was she it just was her be, like, mentor, so I assume she's been at Juilliard more than a year. She's at least a junior or senior. Also, she's, like, in the class because she didn't seem like she was a TA type thing because she was participating. Yeah, I thought she was like, an assistant at first, but then yeah. later on. But she never But got, then she gets cast as the lead in the show. She never gets put in a line. That's true. So I wonder if, like, she was a TA, but, like, a also TA who's... the lead at the recital? Who's demonstrating the steps because the teacher is old enough that she can't do the moves. No, Maybe. because you usually do have, like, a 50, 60-year-old dance teacher, and they just have, like, their, like, dance avatar. Yeah. Who's okay, an older I student. That. I get that. So I think Katrina was, like, her, like... 
because she's like, oh, she's her protege. She's her, this is, because they say that a couple times. So I think that may, that she wasn't participating in the class. She was just doing the moves as like, this is what you should look okay. like. But yeah, but Katrina rockets back and forth between like, I'm a bitch, fuck you, figure out your own shit, but also let me help you. Yeah. Which like, I think that was supposed to be tough love and it was just done poorly. Yeah, it was really bad. Just... But then by the end, it wasn't tough love. It was straight up competition. Yeah. Which I think I get why, which I'll get back to, whatever. Okay. Um, so then uh, she meets up with Zoe, who fell off her stilts in circus class. Oh, okay. That is crazy. Also, Zoe, oh no, I have to search in my notes. She was like so familiar to me. And I looked her up, and I don't know the actress, yeah. but then I figured out she has, like, the same voice and, like, facial mannerisms as Mary Louise Parker. <gasps> and then she's also a lot like, um, one of the girls who was, like, oh, God, Sabrina the Teenage Witch's best friend. <gasps> oh, my God, that's what it is! Oh, my God! She's, like, both of them? And I was, she like, is. whoa, whoa. She is. Oh, no, but she was driving me nuts, because I'm, like, she's something yeah and i think oh, like, i had seen something on her imdb that she was in but it was like you know like an episode of csi or something yeah i was you know? like is she and I was like, nerdy no? girl from high school musical what <laughs> is it because she's like her actions were familiar too. yeah yeah um she's <clears throat> so familiar but yeah no nah, she was just a combination of a bunch of other people so they're life. they're an intro to hip-hop theory mm-hmm. um issues with questionable that, straight up questionable no not that the class exists no the way it was being the taught. way it was <laughs> And then, like, I thought he was the TA, and then it's like, oh, no, he's a guest lecturer. Yeah, I didn't get that until way Until they straight up in. said. Yeah. So I'm like, wait, then how much older is he than her? Oh. And if he's a guest lecturer, why was he at orientation? Oh. Oh, this movie's a mess. <laughs> I will, oh, okay. That doesn't make any sense. Because at first I thought he was a TA, like, he's a student, and he's, like, covering for the teacher. But then later on, they're like, I can't believe you returned to the scene of your demise, or whatever they fucking say. And then he's like, oh, you're not a professor, you're just a guest lecturer. I'm like, so he's not affiliated with Juilliard at all? Oh, because he dropped it. But yeah, then why was he at the orientation? Scoping out the honeys. <laughs> um, so, or his mom made him. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I didn't see that coming because it was not well done. Nope. Not because it was I, I got a whole thing in here. But because it too. wasn't well done at all. Okay. Yeah. Spoilers for the end, guys. We're going to be... You have to kind of talk about this movie backwards to talk about how much it doesn't make sense. Because um, things are just brought up and dropped, and then things just pop up at the end. So the ballet class, or the hip-hop class, he's got, like, Franz. Franz. Oh, Franz. What's his name? Huh? Franz. He's got, like, a, like a fucking, like, DJ mix table, and he's like, what is hip-hop? <laughs> hip-hop is the study of da 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 Anyone else have questions? It's jazz. It's this. It's blues. It's jazz. It's funk. It's an amalgamation of everything. It's history and the future. It's, I'm like, you're like that professor that's like his first year of teaching and he thinks he's really hot shit. Yeah, yeah. And that's literally what he was. Um, And then he's like, oh, anyone else know what hip-hop is? And Sarah raises her hand and he like throws a mic at her. And she's like, um, oh, I didn't even write down what she said. And she's like, and she gives, like, a very, like, dictionary, Scientific. like, history. Yeah. It's, like, hip-hop is the study of rhythm and blues moves music as involved in the 1990s through artists such as Suge Knight and Dennis. Like, it's yeah. a very scientific name or scientific explanation. And he's like, that's part of it. And then he, she passes the mic back and the DJ mixes her answer into the song. It's like, hip-hop is, uh, 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 hip-hop is. Like, I, I mean, it was kind of cool. 
Didn't seem like a class, though. <laughs> no, not at all. And the board is just, like, genres of music written with bubbles around them. Yeah. There's no rhyme And I was like, wait, did he get to that class a half an hour early to this classroom to draw all those bubbles? And set up a sound equipment. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... What an effective, uh, useful, uh, time. Thing. Yeah. Um, but it's so fucking nuts. Oh, and he's like, oh, no, 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 we have to get to it. And he's like, hip-hop actually boils down to three words. I am here. And Zoe's like, he's so bad. <laughs> and I wanted I wanted so bad for Sarah to go, you mean slamming. I <laughs> I thought that's what she's gonna do. Like he's like, he's so cool, and you're like, slamming. Ah. Um so then Miles and the DJ invite Zoe and Sarah to go to the club, which I'm like, conflict of interest possibly illegal what the fuck wow i was like not putting all this together because at that point i thought he was, was a student he was a student but even if he's a ta that's fucked up yeah because grades yeah yeah and like especially if he's a ta who's essentially going to be teaching the class yeah i i got a real creep and i don't think it was intentional at all i got a real creep vibe from miles because like i mean she, i did it because but... if nothing else if nothing else he's a senior in college and she's 18 if not 17 and he's inviting her to a club. Okay. Yeah. I can see it. Okay. And she... she I think I, I suspended a lot of disbelief for this, so... But she and her roommate <laughs> drink constantly through the movie with no issue. Yeah. Like, it was a whole thing in the first one. Like, oh, we have to get her her fake ID. And, like, even in this one, it's like, oh, I can't get in there. And she's like, oh, I have a fake. Like, if they, like... But, like, she's, like, just drinking wine and drinking vodka. Yeah. With no issue. Like, um... So they get to the club. I forget the name of it. Is it Steps? Or it's not Steps. That's the first Steps one. Steps is the first Steps one. is cool. Steps. <laughs> There's just a car in the middle of this club. It's just a... There's a car? Vintage car in the hey, middle of the dance wow. floor. Oh I my. must have missed that somehow. Franz and Zoe are making up against it at the end. I remember them making out. I still can't They're up the against car. the of the car. <laughs> wow. And so Mental they're like, they're like let's go to the pit. And Sarah and Miles are, like, looking down. I don't know why it's called the pit. They're just on the top floor. Um, <laughs> and, like, all these kids are, like, hip-hop dancing together. Or not together. Like, one at a time. And Miles is, like, most kids don't even realize there's a history there. There's a shadow behind every move. Every step they take is into a footprint bigger than theirs, bigger than them. And I'm, like, I was, like, wow, they're really pushing this, like, Jesus Christ. And Sarah's, like, kind of like ballet. I'm, like, no, not at all like ballet. Ballet was formulated 8,000 years ago, <laughs> and it stayed exactly the fucking same. And hip-hop is constantly evolving. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like, oh, I do this move because of this move, because of this influence, because of that influence. I do my Ronde Jean this way. Because that's how you have to do it. Because 400 years time. ago, a dick in Paris was like, this is how you do a Ronde Jean. And before people argue that da- ballet evolves, it is. It evolved into contemporary ballet. But classical ballet is exactly the fucking same. It is. You know, when you really put it like that, it sounds incredibly boring. It does. It is. And but, I mean, it's beautiful. But... It is. Be- it is absolutely beautiful. And that's the thing is, they're saying classical ballet is going away more and more because there's no, there's only so much you can do with it. It's the same hundred steps you can only put in so much many orders. Right. Whereas contemporary ballet, it's I'm doing this move with a twist. Like, <laughs> and that's, that's infinite. You can do anything right. with it. But like, Unless you're going to see, like, The Nutcracker, or Coppelia, or The Black Swan, you pretty know which ten movies you're gonna see. Yeah. Like, 
and, the, and this beautiful, gorgeous choreography. And, like, no, you do the dance of the four swans and swan, like, the you dance. You've seen it once, you've seen it ten times. The, and I can't remember what it's called, and everyone's going to yell at me. But the thing where it's the four girls holding hands. Look at me like I know what that's called. You've seen it before. But you, I, I do you know what I'm talking about. The concept, about. yes. But, like, I had to learn that choreography eight years ago. Yeah. And it's the same choreography that was done 200 years ago. And I bet if classical ballet is around, it's the exact same choreography they'll do 200 years from now. Yeah. It stays the same. So ballet is not at all growing and changing and evolving. And if you want to argue that it's contemporary ballet, it's not. Because her whole issue with this movie is that classical ballet is too rigid. <sighs> Anyway. End tangent. <laughs> I'm gonna, okay, I'm going to try really hard not to be, like, a dancer about this, but there's there's things that bug me. And also not to be, like, as a token half-black girl, but there's things that need to be said yeah, about this no, movie. no, things that I probably wouldn't think of or yeah. feel And people say. who want to shit on me and say I don't know what I'm talking about, whatever. I do. I am. I've been a dancer since I was two years old. I was a professional. I toured nationally. I had a career in ballet and dance and theater until I was injured and it all fell apart. I know what I'm talking about. Sorry. And I've been a black woman my whole life. So <laughs> Some things. You just can't bitch. change. Step, Step to, to me. <laughs> Step to me, bitch. Um, I'll Rana Jami right in the fucking face. No, I can't. Rana Jami's all on the floor. I will <laughs> grunge to you in the face. There you go. Will you, will you dance circles around them? No, I get dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so... So then we're introduced we to, like, Candy. a bad girl, Candy. I wrote, oh, the girl's name is Candy. Who immediately gets thrown away. Like, Candy's a she, No, she's in the... In the but she's no longer, like, a villain. Yeah, I was like, oh, they're setting this up. Like, she's the new Nikki. Nikki's villain to the end. Yep. And Candy's like, you all right? They have a dance-off. By off. the end of the dance-off. Ooh, okay. They are friends. But Candy's, like, dancing. I'm like, oh, she's, like, an all right dancer. And Sarah starts dancing, and I'm like, oh, damn! Yeah, yeah. Like, shut it it's down. not a contest. The yeah. fact that Candy threw a third step back, I'm like, girl, why? <laughs> you just got like, murdered on you, that dance floor. You've been uh, served, so they say. Uh, you need you, to you, back it up. You, you, it's over. <laughs> Murder that dance floor. <laughs> it's over. Like, Isabel Mika is like, and she's throwing out ballet moves, which I'm like, right. oh. Like, and the way she was like combining them in. Was awesome. Yeah, which was the whole point of the first movie. Like, hip hop right. and ballet aren't black and white. They're gray. You can mix them together and look right. at these great things it's that you can dance. do. Um, and it's very cool. Um, and she just murders Candy. And then Candy's like, you all right. And they, like, shake hands. And they're like, no, we're friends. I'm like, oh, there's that conflict. Bye. You know what made me sad about that whole scene? What? None of the music in this movie is recognizable. I fucking next sentence. I don't recognize a single <laughs> song in this movie. I was like, none of it. Not at all. And then I wrote, and is that just me, question mark? Because I'm like, maybe I'm just like, I don't know my hip hop. No. I started trying to sound hound the songs and I was and getting I, nothing. And both of them were produced by MTV. So it wasn't like they couldn't get the rights. Right. It was... But I mean, so bizarre. I recognize music from the first one, and that's from 2001. Well, some of the music in the first one, they still play in bars and clubs Murder, now. She Wrote? Murder, Yeah, no, I'm not going to pretend to say that. Murder, but, she, no, but like, So good. And then, I think that was one of the, I wanted to buy the CD after I saw the movie, sure. and I was like, oh, fuck, no. Yeah, no. But I'm like, I, like, I was like, I fucking love this music. And like, my dad's like, this is shit was playing when I was in college. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's still fucking great. Yeah. And I think part of it was because, like, Miles is writing original music, and, like, their whole dance battle was to 
Right. His shit. But I'm like, none of it's recognizable. But none it's not it's... like it was, like, all original stuff. He was... Remixing old remixing stuff. Remixing and sampling other things. Mm-hmm. But none of that was None anything. of it was recognizable. And the whole point of, like, sampling another song is you're trying to, like, piggyback on the... Yeah. Notoriety and of that song. Even when Neo shows up later in the movie. Hey, Neo. It's not like a song that I'm like, oh, that's a Neo song. Well, it was like before Neo was Neo, you know? Or at least, but I think it was like right before he was like. But I mean, was it before like Mad? I don't know. But like that Wait, whole, when did this movie come out? 2006. Hmm. Yeah, but I mean, it was sure. probably done in 2005. Right, sure, sure, sure. Oh, by the way, the budget for the first one was like $13 million and it made like 276 a box office. The budget for this one was $5 million. They were like, we didn't even try. Nope. Nope. And we, that's the thing. Music licenses cost money. So yeah. I wonder if that was it. Was they just couldn't afford Could anything. Um, so they dance and they're all cool. Uh, the club empties out and Zoe and the DJ friend Franz are like making out and... She's like, bad miles, and she like leaves all sexy. And then he pulls a tape recorder out of his pocket and records the ambient sound of an emptying club. And I'm like, that's some serial killer shit. What's yeah. happening? Okay, we're gonna get to a part where the tape recorder where I literally yelled out loud at you. Oh, you I know exactly. I love- because, okay, when he recorded the ambient sound, I was like, okay, I'm into it. I kind of like it. And then the part you're talking about, I was like, no! I, like, was sitting alone in my room and I went, Ew! Ew! <laughs> like, oh! Nope. And then he remixes it later! Oh, I was so like, so gross! Oh, oh, there's a CD! What is this gonna be? And then it plays, and then I was like, Nope! No! No! <laughs> Some serial killer shit! But that's what I mean, he's like, he's like at, at best, he's a 24-year-old, because he's out of college, hitting on an 18-year-old! The way I got it is he dropped out, so he might not... Wait! But then he's a guest lecturer. It is not clear what that's happens what I mean. here. But it is clear that he doesn't continue he must his Juilliard be, education. He must be at least 21 to be DJing in a club. That is He has true. to be. Bare minimum, he has to be 21. I think he's supposed to be a little bit older than that. Because he's supposed to have like a, oh, I'm a mentor thing. And a guest lecturer. And she's 18, if not 17. I, okay, let's... Let's give them the benefit of, of the doubt like, that she's 18. Yes, let's not make this a creepier thing than it needs to be. It's <laughs> still pretty creepy. Like, and like, he's still her guest lecturer by the end of the movie. It's not like, oh, he was the guest lecturer for the first week, and then the professor's right, like, he right. came back. Like, at the end of the movie, he's still her teacher, and they've hooked up. I'm like, that's creepy, creepy, creepy. Wow. I just must have been very, like, in a chill mood when I watched this, because I was not even putting that together, but it is so not okay. To be fair... And uh, this is about to timestamp what day we recorded this on. I watched the first movie. So I watched the sequel, and then I watched the first movie, and then I watched the sequel again last night to refresh myself. I watched it last night. And right before I watched it, I watched Allie Reisman's 15-minute speech You watched coach. it? <gasps> Everybody, I just read the highlights. This is a month later. If you haven't listened to it, listen to it. If you've listened to it, listen to it again. Holy. She no stares fire. him dead in the eyes, and she's like, Oh, that letter you read yesterday? How pathetic do you think it is that anyone would forgive you? You're worthless. I'm like, holy dessert. So I listened to that speech and then watched this movie and I'm like, you're abusing your power. Wow, that's a frame of mind to go into it. So I didn't consciously go in like, you're a creeper. Because I already knew he was creepy from watching it the first time with the whole tape recorder thing. But I'm just like, he's her teacher. Yeah. 
I got I got issues now. <sighs> Why couldn't you just see the TA? Yeah, that would have solved a lot of problems. The TA and like the professor's a loser and he never shows up. Or like he comes in there. Yeah, or like just make him the DJ in the classroom. Who's like, oh, and get rid of the other guy who is irrelevant. He's really irrelevant, except for to be a boyfriend for the roommate. And so the professor. Spoiler alert, he has my favorite line. (laughs) (laughs) I think I know what you're talking about. Um, But like, have the professor be in here and he's like, Miles. Why don't you throw it down? And like Miles throws down his like remix of like hip right. hop is remix, and, and then he's yeah. a TA, and it's not as creepy. And he's like, oh, he's not a TA because he's not a student here. He's just my assistant. And then it's less creepy. Like, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I'm getting into things about this movie that doesn't need to be. Wow, we're already an hour in, and we're like maybe ten minutes into the movie. Um, yeah. So Sarah is hungover the next morning from the sip of vodka she had from her friend. Interesting. Yeah, we don't see her drink again. Because she's very I guess we'll just have to drink assume she does. She just breaks down afterwards like, fuck it, I'll drink. So just, isn't that how it always goes, though? <laughs> That's my life story. <laughs> I saw this thing on, on, like, Twitter or, like, Instagram, and someone's like, um, I think I just met my hero. Uh, she's my roommate in college. I asked her if she wanted to go out for a drink, and she said, all right, just one. And then we went to the bar, and she only had one. <laughs> And then she went back to our room and kept working on her homework. I think she might be a god. Like, <laughs> for real, Look, though. I don't see the point in one. I'm just going to well, say no, it. No, one is stupid. <laughs> but, like, wait, she said one and she meant it? That's shocking. She might be a witch. Like, <laughs> I say one, I mean four. Let's move on. Well, there's no point in one. There's no point. So Sarah's late for ballet. Oh, okay, so sorry. So the in the ballet class, they're, they're divided into three lines. Right. Line one is you're doing the best in the class. Line three is the worst. If you're in line three five weeks in a row, you're cut. And they give her shit about being from Chicago. Which Chicago has some really yeah, great right. dance I, schools. Yeah. Which I didn't understand. Well, and that. I don't know why people were so aggressive to her right away. She had done nothing. Like, they knew, they're like, oh, you're Sarah Johnson. You're that girl who got two auditions to Juilliard because her mom died. Like, (laughs) no, but if there was something, was like, oh, you got a second audition. Oh, you're that one where they told her she got in the room before you even walked out. Oh, like, if there was some, like, legend surrounding her. But, like, uh, it just just wasn't there. Immediately mean. And, like, if they were all mean to each other, I'd get it. But it was like, everyone's mean just to Sarah. Yeah. And so Sarah gets put in line two the first day. And the boy who's yeah. wearing vinyl pants gets put in line. The vinyl pants. Which, I'm sorry, vinyl pants are a ballet thing. It's what you use to stay warm. But, like, not while you're practicing, right? Isn't no, it like... During warm-ups, that's what you oh, wear. okay. So, because usually you're coming into the class, you, you minorly warm up, and then the first 15 minutes of class is a warm-up, and you're wearing those vinyl pants because your muscles are cold. Okay. Like, you know those hideous, like, they look like garbage bag pants that you see ballerinas wear? Like, they're really yeah. cute. They're sauna pants. They're okay. literally meant to heat up your body. Okay. So, if, like, if he'd been wearing, like, basketball pants, I would have gotten, like, her shitting on it. But, like, those vinyl pants are legitimately ballerina okay, pants. Okay, but how annoying was it? Swish, swish. Yeah, those <laughs> sounds are really annoying. I've heard them in every dance class I've ever been in. How do you think anyone to take you seriously when you go swish, swish? Every class, and I was like, swish, swish, bish. <laughs> oh, that's I never, that's all I could think. Um, so Sarah is late, and she's put in a third line, which is like, well, I don't know not the third line. And she's like, do you know what's behind the third line? But behind the third line, you can drink all you want. You can eat cheeseburgers and cake and have a boyfriend and go to clubs and I was like, parties. Yes, that's not life. Put me behind the third line. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about that fourth line. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I think the name of this episode might be the fourth line. <laughs> Sign me up. Not that fourth line, life. <laughs> um, so she's put in the third line, which is like, oh no. Um, and so she goes jogging to clear her mind. She's staying late in the studio practicing. She's like, okay, reading. hold on. But then there's the whole thing where the professor's leaving the studio or whatever, mm-hmm. runs into Milo? Miles. Miles, thank you. Oh! And all of a sudden, there's this tension, and there's, like, shit going on, and I was like, wait, did I miss something? Why do they have this relationship? He's- I was so confused. He's beatboxing in the hallway. And she- And she goes- Like, she's never heard beatboxing in her life. Was that you humming? He goes, no, I was beatboxing. It's humming 2.0. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I was like, interesting theory. (laughs) And she's like, I just find it interesting you can return to the scene of your demise so casually. And then they separate, and I'm like- Huh? Yeah! I, I was so lost. Like, what's happening? I, f- I really almost rewound. St- rewound. Like, I'm watching this on a tape, y'all. She did. On a little VCR. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. VHS for life. <laughs> no, um, like, I almost backed up the whole movie and started it over because I was like, oh, I definitely missed a scene where we're supposed to learn the background between these two. But yeah, because it was no. immediately so tense and, like, yeah. they were talking about shit. Like, you're, I'm like, huh? And you don't find out why until the movie's almost over. And then I have issues with when we find out. Yeah. Whatever. Anyways. Whatever. Anyways. Um, so she's like studying. She's working out extra. She's reading. Um, oh, the dance instructor is named Daphne. No. Monique. Monique. Monique Delacroix. I call her professor through a lot of my notes. Even though she's not a professor, she's a dance instructor. I, I, I just wrote teacher a lot because yeah. I do not care. Yeah. So she's reading her book like. And it's like, life beyond point shoes or something like that. Yeah. Um, so Miles is like, why are you avoiding me? And she's like, I'm really busy. I need to practice. It's my first year in college at Juilliard. I kind of am busy. And he's like, what, you ain't got time for me? I'm like, abusive boyfriend. Yeah. Literally what happened to me my sophomore year of college, I had to cancel a date for finals. And my boyfriend's like, wow, so your education is more important to you than your work and I, than me? And I'm like, yes. 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 N- no hesitation. No question. I've been dating you for three months, and I'm 20. Absolutely, my education is more important than my relationship. And then yeah. we broke up. Solid. Way yeah. to go. Yeah. It was, but like he's like, oh, you don't have time for me because you're in college? I'm like, yes. I also thought these two were kind of moving in their quote-unquote relationship very quickly, even if it was just a friendship. Like, So they meet at the orientation thing. Yep. She goes to the class. Yep. She goes to the club. Yep. They immediately walk up and give each other a big hug. Yeah. And I was like... That is not what I do within two days of meeting someone. Maybe, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a hugger. And especially not your your teacher slash TA slash yes. I was like, oh, they are like BFFs now. Okay, sure. Yeah. And they immediately talk with their best friends right away. Yeah. And he's like, come on, I want to take you for cannoli. And she's like, no. And he's like. So many phallic images in this, this movie. (laughs) Trombones and cannolis. (laughs) (laughs) What that mouth do, girl? What that mouth do? I want to see red red cannoli. Um, so he's oh like, God. oh, a friend of mine is doing an art installation piece about graffiti through the ages. It's really great. Video, moving pictures, um, projection. It's great. He needs someone to choreograph a dance piece. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? And like, this thing is presumably in like a week. And he's like, I need you to choreograph it. She's like, first of all, don't have time. Wait, no. Okay. It's not in a week. Not the big one. But the Isn't initial that the same one. thing? Oh, that's right. Right. Because we don't really see the first one. At all. 
At all. She's, like, outside She's the building. She's just outside. And then I thought she was nervous to go in because yeah. it, it hadn't started. And then they're like, you were great. I'm like, so it already happened? Oh. Uh-huh. What? Um, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, so, um, so many inconsistencies. So, no, no, no. This is where the beatboxing happens. What? This is where the beatboxing happens. Because the whole art... And she's like, fine, I'll choreograph your thing. And she's like, oh, oh what are you doing talking okay. to her? And then the whole beatboxing thing's happened. Um, maybe I, like, skipped a... Maybe. I might have skipped a scene in my notes. Well, he goes flop. It's like, ballet class happens so many times. It's I know. Mine says class, time. class, solo in class. Like, <laughs> yeah, I did that, too. So then she goes to ballet class. She's still in the third line, and she's not sleeping. So her mentor gives her a bag of pills, and she's like, yeah, I didn't see that coming. Honestly. I love that, they, that for the weight loss one, they made up a medication. So they're like, Xenophil. I'm like, that's not real. They're like, Xenophil is for weight loss, Percocets for knee pain, and Ambien's when you just need to sleep. I'm like, okay, be fair, Ambien's just okay. Like, you can take Ambien and not be a drug addict. Um, it's the combination that becomes it's, yeah, an issue. Percocets, opioids are where the issue happens, right? And the weight loss, obviously. Yeah, but like honestly, Ambien's just a nice thing to have in college. Your sleep schedule gets. Uh, but I don't understand how she was simultaneously so tired and I can't sleep. I don't think... Wait, you don't understand that? I do! Because uh, it's called insomnia. No, 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 but she's so physically exhausted. Okay, yeah. Because I can get like, oh, I can't sleep because like I'm so anxious, but like, she's literally dancing 12 hours a day, I'm guessing. Like, there's a point where you just fall like down, your body is bone done. tired, and just pass out. Yeah. Like, so from that angle, I didn't get it. Um... So then we have a whole scene with Zoe and Franz that is supposed to be like her character arc, but who cares? Where she's like, they want me to be the quirky, quirky brunette. I'm like, every show I've ever been in, I have to have the plaid skirt and the glasses and say funny quips. And the lead of this play is the quirky brunette. And they want me to read for the lead. He's like, congrats, you're the lead. And she's like, you're not listening. I'm like, no, you're stupid. No, I completely like wrote them out of this movie in my head. Yeah. Like I did not write notes about those two. Like they're... Yeah, and she's like, if I'm the quirky brunette in this first play in school, I'll be the quirky brunette forever. And he's like, why don't you read for a different part? She's like, you're a genius. I'm like, wow, you are not. This is stupid. (laughs) I don't care. Yeah. And also, it's the lead, bitch. Quirky brunettes are real popular these days. That's a really good, like, niche to fall into. Yeah. Like, maybe you're not going to be the the lead of every show, but you're going to be in every show. Yeah. And, like, as someone who fought her type for, like, I, hmm, let's, let's go back we to- We do a, not need to do this. A little, a little play called <laughs> Sleepy Hollow. Look, it is not my fault. <laughs> it's not your fault. But I was mad. I mean, at the time, this is sixth grade, fifth grade? Sixth grade. Sixth grade. We did, we went to elementary school together, and we did Sleepy Hollow the musical, which isn't a real thing, guys, because it sucks. It's another Sleepy Hollow day. <laughs> Can't imagine any other way. That's all I know. <laughs> In the morning, let you would go more. When it closed my eyes, you can steal something. Another Sleepy Hollow. It was so bad. So there's obviously like the the love interest in Sleepy Hollow, which I, Chelsea, the fucking theater kid, wanted to be more than anything. And there was... For the record, every girl wanted that. Oh, absolutely. Wanted that. Everyone wants to be, like... Except for... Me. Yes. And (laughs) there was another part in the show that was, like, the crazy, funny teacher who's in, like, one scene and then not in the rest of the show. And definitely screams. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So I get up there. I sing my, like, beautiful, like, ballad, like, aren't I the lead? This was heartbreaking. And I literally have not stepped off stage... And a teacher who I have other issues with, but I won't get into, leans forward and goes, 
Chelsea, you're the funny teacher. We knew what part you were before you stepped on stage. And a lot of people got mad at me because they're like, you had a part before you even walked on stage. That's not fair. And I got mad. Then why did you even bother having me audition? That's not the part I wanted. Right. And Jessica, motherfucking, I'm not going to say your last name for the sake of your privacy. It's okay. Fortenberry. <laughs> got the romantic lead interest. Okay. She did not want it. I did not want it. And this Nobody, is why. Nobody, everybody, everybody wanted it. And Every Jessica, girl wanted it. Jessica wanted I the, didn't. wanted the sister. I, I wanted this other character whose name was Jessica. Yes. And of course, I thought that was great. And that was a singing part. The lead girl was not a singing part. Yes. She was all acting. I wanted to sing. Uh, shout out to the teachers for recognizing that I cannot sing. <laughs> Definitely thought I could. So it's a good thing they didn't give me the position that I wanted. But all the girls in school were mad at me because I got this And part. I was really mad because I'm, I'm like, it's like... All the girls in school. All, no, the, girls all in school. the girls in one sixth grade class. In one sixth grade class. <laughs> no, because you you were like real popular in elementary school. You were like the popular crowd. Don't argue it. You were. So like the, cl- the class turned on you in a little, little Hold bit. on. I was part of several different crowds. <laughs> I think we One of them popular and then... You were more popular than me. Can we... I wasn't including you in that popular crowd. <laughs> I love you, but I wasn't. <laughs> crowd altogether. I was not popular in elementary school, which was devastating to me. There was a death threat made against me, so it was more than just like... Yeah, there was some real messed up there was shit by the end of... Real messed up shit in our elementary school. People I was got, just talking about this People got day. suspended. Burn books. Y'all, don't do it. Don't do burn books, y'all. If your kids are doing burn books, wait, hold on. They got social media. Uh, um, don't put that shit online. Yeah. Don't do... People literally... Don't be got, mean. Don't bully people. People literally got suspended from our school and almost did not graduate. It was real ugly yeah um but i was mad because you and i were very good friends yes um and you were like i don't even want this part i don't want this part i don't want this part and i'm like can you shut the fuck up i want this part more than anything and all you can talk about is how much you don't want this part. i think i thought i was like trying to be humble you were you you totally were but in my my fifth grade brain i was just mad yeah no, and, and I like, totally understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're over it, guys. We, we made Yeah, it. we've moved on. We've we're moved still on. friends. Another thing I just want to say, I got the lead in several elementary school plays. She did. It's because they, I was very reliable. She was. She was completely trustworthy. I was going to be someone who she would remember the lines. She was going to learn her lines. She was going to, which our lead got cut a week before the show Uh-huh. Went. Yeah, our male lead. John Sol. Was that who it was? It was John Sol. He got replaced by Prieto. Yeah, wow. Because, what a world. Oh, lifetime ago. But he was, like, he was very much like, oh, I'm the charming lead. And, like, a week before the show opened, he did not have his line. Didn't know anything. Blocking, and they literally turned to another kid and were like, you're Ichabod Crane. And yeah. he picked that. Congrats to him, honestly. Yeah. Well, you know, for sometimes fifth, for elementary school age, for, you have to pick someone who can do it. Not yeah. necessarily do it the but best. for fifth grade to learn a whole show and yeah. a lead yeah. part in a week, fucking claps to Joshua Prieto. We didn't get along, but respect wow. you. You were also the coyote. Second grade. Oh, the coyote saved the sun. Yeah. Stole the sun. Stole the sun. How yeah. do you spell Mississippi, Jessica? M I S S I S S I P P I. No, 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 no. How do you spell it the wrong way? M I P I S I P I S I S. We did. Look, I can spell Mississippi because of that song and bananas because of Gwen Stefani. Okay. That shit is bananas. M I S S but yeah, we did we did a lot of shows together. Yeah. For I you. was I was also Paul Bunyan, y'all. Oh my God, yeah, Paul Bunyan! 
<laughs> you were so many leads for a kid who did not want to be. Well, no, when I was that age, that was like second and third grade. Second I was third so grade. into yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. And they just kept giving me the boy parts because none of the boys were trustworthy. And like all of the leads were boys. Yeah. And even in Sleepy Hollow, the lead is technically yeah. Ichabod Crane. Yeah, no. And they kept giving her the lead parts, which caused tiny rifts in our friendship because I, I because she's literally does theater. I was I was a professional theater person since I had been three, like, and I've been putting on skits in my living room I, playing dress up. But I pre ADD diagnosis was not a reliable person. <laughs> I was a little shit in elementary school. I got in trouble a lot. I got distracted a lot. I'm not bringing it up on purpose. This is amazing because I'm looking at her and we, we know the story that neither of us are going to bring up. Um, I still argue that I'm right. You still argue that you're right. Yeah, no. We'll never get past nope. this one. Nope. We are 25 years old and we still argue who is right in this fight. Yeah. Um, no, I was a little shit in elementary school and I was not reliable and I was not someone you could depend upon, but I didn't see that. I saw that as... I'm the fucking theater. Kid. Yeah. Why aren't I like, getting I'm trained. the theater parts? And I think in sixth grade, I auditioned for the talent show and they didn't let me in because they're like, you have other opportunities. That's crazy. I don't and I that. cried because I was in the talent show. I also show remember you being forced to sing a specific song. Copacabana. Yep. That was yep. a thing. That was the other thing. It's like, I, I always auditioned as a solo act and they're like, no, help the people who are less talented than you and be in their group. I Which, had to do that too. There was like, Three yeah, of us and we but for a talent thing. show, no, it's very weird. And you guys, you got three songs, and each of you sang lead in your song, and yes, the other two were you're backup. Right, you're right. I so was forced different. to be part of a group. Period. It One was a song group effort that you did not get to choose. No, I didn't get to pick the song. I didn't get to pick who was in my group. We sang. They had fifth graders singing or fourth graders singing Copacabana. I didn't. I, what man? I never heard that song in my life until then. No, and then I heard it later in life. But why did you let fourth graders? Yeah, that's not okay. Hookers in a bar getting shot. What the fuck? But who was the name of that teacher? Wycliffe. Oh, Wycliffe was fucking great. He called me spoiled girl. He was mean. Because one time I wore a shirt that said spoiled brat, whatever, I owned oh, it. Everyone had shirts like that. And then he just called me spoiled girl for the rest of elementary school. For the, the theater and production wise, he was a great teacher. He remember his class always had the coolest assemblies. They would do like parody songs for all their assemblies, like Weird Al style. I kind of, like the vaguest memory of. But that. like everyone else's assemblies, like we're gonna sing my favorite things. Girls in white dresses. Yeah, um, don't come at me with like the best song ever. No, um, but like but I like, definitely sang a song from Sound of Music at a talent show. So. No, 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 no. But like I, every, no, 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 everyone else sang the same like ten songs for school assemblies, and his school would get to do like a Britney Spears song about, like, grammar. And we're right. like, that's right. so cool! Like, he would always I write do remember really that. cool parodies. Yeah. But I hated him. But that's okay. Wow tangent. Yeah. Wow tangent. Sorry. Um, Girl, you're gonna have to do so much editing. I'm so sorry. I'm honestly gonna leave a lot of this in, because this is what makes the podcast. <laughs> They're not actually here to hear about the movie. If you are, comment. Oh, if you are, go watch the movie. Really quick. Develop your own thoughts. I mentioned comment them. I mentioned you this shout out at the very beginning of the podcast. I got our first piece of fan mail! I was you so did? excited. I got the email and I legit, I'm like, oh, this is spam. This isn't real. Because like, I don't get any emails to the stupid sequels podcast email, stupid sequels podcast at gmail.com. And I fucking got a message from Thomas M. I'm not going to say your last name. Thomas M. You sent us our first piece of fan mail. Thank you so much. Um, I love it. And I will take suggestions and I will try to do one of your suggestions. We don't do TV shows, so we can't do Doctor Who. I love Doctor Who. <laughs> we um, love it. We would... I would be dumb. But we don't do TV shows. I will try to do one of your five in the next couple of months. That's your reward for joining out. And shout out to Thomas! Yes! Number one fan! Way to go. 
Um, but yeah, you're, if you're actually here to talk, hear about the movie, I'm sorry. That's not what this podcast is about. <laughs> if what you're not here to just hang out with two awesome people. Why are you even here? I've heard some bad podcasts where... They are friends. Like, in the... No, where they are friends when, um, like, the podcast was just starting and yeah. they haven't built, like, their little community yeah. yet. And they're so awkward. And that was the issue is uh, Rebecca and I had a YouTube channel first, which only had, like, eight or nine episodes. And it doesn't work for us because we spend so much time together. We can't do, like, these reminiscy tangent bits. Right. Because we're constantly together. Yeah. And I've noticed podcasts that are, like, with actual best friends don't work well. Because they, like, speak their own language. It's like, it. I've found, I think it works you okay. Be, they, there has to be a third person. You you have to be friends. Like, yeah. My favorite murder works because, like, they were professional friends. They hung out sometimes, but they're not like, we're at everything together all the time. Yeah. Or, like, um, fuck, what's the other one I listened to? Um, I'll Kill, I'll kill a, a No Fella. I'll Kill a No Fella! Shout out. Oh, my God. If they listen to this podcast, I'd lose my mind. Okay. Um... um uh, but yeah, like, All Kill and Ophila, it works for them because, like, they're two comedians who work together, but they're not, like, besties who spend all their time together. Right. And right. I think that's what makes podcasts work or not work well. Yeah. Because um, there's another podcast, and I, I love them at the very beginning, but it's, like, they're so close. Like, they're like, remember that thing at that time? <laughs> so anyway, you're like, what thing at what time? And like, like, like what, what we what just, we just did? did? Well, we just shared, like, 50 stories. Yeah, no. And we're not talking about something because it's a fight, and it will start a fight. It won't start a fight, but it wouldn't be funny, so it's not worth it. it. Oh, wow. No, no, no. No, it's not a funny story. It's a fight that two third grade girls had that they can't get over. Um, Oh, if you message us. Sure. If you message or post on the Facebook or on our Reddit, I will tell the story. Fucking engage us on social media, bitches. God damn. Wow, yeah, they're really going to want to talk to you now after you yelled at them. Oh, if you don't, if you like me because I'm nice, you don't like me at all. <laughs> I'm an asshole. All right, and let's jump back into back this. In. Um, so the professor's in the library and sit. When have you ever seen a college professor in the library with the students? Never in my wow, life. Wow, I don't even remember this. Um, and Sarah walks, is reading her book and she walks up to her in the library and she's like, just so you know, you can't make me quit. I'm going to work hard. Oh, I'm that's the best right. you've ever seen in my life and you can't make me quit. And the professor's like, you done? She's like, yeah. She's like, bye. <laughs> she just leaves. <laughs> and it's so vicious. I'm like, what was that? And then Miles is like, hey girl, you think about this again? And she's like, I don't know. I want to do this. And he's like, well, when I went here, she's like, you were a student? And he's like, yeah, I dropped out. And I'm like, huh? Yeah. Huh? But I did write, now it makes sense because a lot of the stuff with him before now knowing that was was he's not confusing and that he dropped out yeah um so the mentor is like oh sarah the professor wants to see you in her office this is like later on and she walks up to the office and marcus who was the guy in the swishy pants is mm-hmm. like she kicked me out she said i'm not good enough <sighs> well it was the pants that did you in man it is uh he was in the third line too yeah. much yeah first of all this professor's office is huge which maybe Julia okay. does. Maybe Julia yeah. does. What do we know? Lot we didn't go there. Um, and she's like, okay, so starting your review. And Sarah just straight up vomits. Yeah. She vomits into a trash can. And she's like, oh my God, are you, do you need tissues? Oh my God. And like the professor is all of a sudden really nice. Yeah. Which like, she's throwing up. Which I thought was accurate to Human. help humans. Yes. Yeah. Like I'm going to be cold bitch, but like an actual situation of like, you're hurt. I'm yeah. Like, she's like, here's, here's a trash can. Oh my God, are you okay? Do you need okay, tissues? Okay. And then she looks in she the trash She looks can? in her vomit. And I was like, oh, and she knows what vomit with pills looks and like, she's like specifically. Pills? Well, I want, because she was in the locker room. I was like, 
when the mentor when the mentor comes in to say the professor wants to talk to you. So I wonder if she like popped the pills out of nerves. Oh, maybe, maybe. But she didn't. She, the pills aren't for like if the, it was a if it was like a um Zoloft. Am, not Am. What's the one that you fucking take? Ambien. To get on a plane. Oh, to calm down. Comes in bars. Uh, I don't. Anxiety meds. Someone out there is yelling it. Xanax. Xanax. Oh, there you go. If it was like oh, and Xanax for when the teacher's driving you crazy. And, like, she was at her locker, and they're like, the professor wants to talk to you, time to pop a Zanny. Maybe. Like, if she, like, I would have gotten that. But, but like, also, why are you, you looking at a person's vomit? Yeah, and then, but I guess it's a dancer. How many did she take to make her puke? Like, you don't, you don't have one I think she was puke. puking out of nerves, and she happened to take pills. For okay, her, solid, solid, that's a good. Um, and I mean, maybe as, like, a ballet teacher, you know these kids tend to abuse their bodies. Yeah, I, I, I kind of, like, wrote it off. I'm like, all right, she's probably dealt with this same situation before. Like, oh, a ballerina who pukes, how fresh. Yeah. Um, and she's like, pills. And she's like, it's the first time I'm saying it. Please don't fire me. And she's like, fire me? <laughs> Please don't kick me out. I know, I know, I'm messing with you. And she's you. like, kick you out. Like, no, you're good, girl. You're, like, really good. Like, your your arms are too expressive and your ankles need strengthening. And I'm like, well, that's it. She does have, she does have that thing where she does her arms wrong. Oh, yeah, because she does, like, a... She's doing her arms. She's got her, like, hip-hop thing coming in. And she's like, why'd you do that? And she's like, it seemed easier. And I'm like, why the fuck would you say that in a dance class? Yeah. Like, okay, even if you're if you're doing it during your solo, I can buy it. Like, it felt more natural. But warm-ups at the bar, you're doing them in a very intentional direction. Right, that's to, the point. To warm up the muscles. Right. That's like, oh, I did my push-ups with my knees. Back. And you're, like, building because your form. Because it felt more natural. Yeah. It made no sense, but she does this, like, weird arm thing on her very first day, and the teacher's like, the fuck was that? But then she only puts her in the second line when she does yeah. that. Um, so it's, like, punishment, but not the but worst not punishment. punishment. So then, um, next thing you see, she has a solo in class, and she's killing it. Yeah. She's so good. She's very good. She's really good, guys. Like, I, just, like, watching Isabella dance, I'm like, wow, she's a really good dancer. <laughs> like, I just kind of loved Because Julie, whenever they had those moments with Julie Styles, I'm like, nah, son. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad there wasn't more ballet in the first one. The whole basically. scene in the cafeteria where they're dancing and he like does his little hip hop move and she does like her one and he's like, what was that? I'm like, bad. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, attitude around Dijon. I'm like, that's, was it? that's wasn't what that, that was? Because <laughs> it wasn't good. Why weren't your toes pointed? Oh my Well, remember God. she was out of shape at that time. <laughs> but yeah, Isabella can actually dance. And I keep referring to her as Isabella and not Sarah for the sake of confusion. I have noisy neighbors. Fuck you. Um. Then they go for a walk in the park. Oh yeah, Miles. More um, talks about cannolis. Like she's finally eating a cannoli. Right. Oh, okay. and then she's like bitching about like I just didn't realize it was gonna be this hard. I'm like, it's, it's Juilliard. Juilliard. Like, <laughs> maybe I don't know anything about like any kind of art programs. Yeah. But I know Juilliard. And I'm guessing like. You're like hearing twelve hours a day in theory and actually doing it can be different. Yeah. So Juilliard's gonna be hard. Juilliard's gonna be hard. In case you didn't by. know and you were interested in going, probably gonna be rough. Yeah, it's gonna be real hard, guys. It's and competitive. Like, nah, 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 nah. And a thing that comes up towards the end is like, there's no freedom in ballet. Blah 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 blah. And besides her one like arm movement, I don't see that being an issue. Like she's not trying to be. Like, if during her solo, she was, like, doing all this stuff, doing all this stuff, and then she, like, changes a move. Yeah. And the professor's like, well, it was excellent until you did all of this. What was that? She's like, I was putting a new spin on the move. And she's like, we don't do that. Like, yeah. Like, she can do the moves. She's just trying. Like, 
if, if there was more of that played in, I would have liked it. Right. But this movie's like, there was ballet and there was hip-hop. Right. And they and didn't show her except trying to for do like, both. Until the end when she gives her a little speech about wanting to do it all together. And I guess her final choreography at the end was like the moves. Oh, it definitely was both. But it wasn't even like... Do you mean like the big routine at the end? Yeah. Because not, not Giselle, but the big routine. Yeah, because the big routine at the end is like... There's a group of women in white, and they're doing, like, heavily ballet stuff. And then, and then there's group. another group doing hip-hop stuff, and then they're all doing together. But, but it's not really combining. integration. Yeah. Her her moves on the dance floor in the pit yeah. was the best integration of Absolutely. ballet and hip-hop between both movies. Yeah. Because even in the first one, she has her ballet piece and her contemporary, contemporary piece. Those are, like, yeah. I can do both. But, like, mixing them isn't a thing. Yeah. Um, which is kind of why I wished, I wished this sequel had just been, like, uh, like a Bring It On sequel where, like, they're not connected. Yeah. And it was just a different story. It just felt like they were trying to connect it when it didn't make, yeah, make it a good movie. I guess the Step Up movies all technically connect. The first two definitely do. There's at least, but, like, like Alice two and Stoner is in all of exactly. them. Exactly. Alice and Stoner is in all friend. of them? Yeah. Oh, wow, that's crazy. But, like, in some of them, she's just, like... They're like, oh, Stopping by. <laughs> I have a friend who can help us out. It's like, hi, I'm the girl from the third member. I'm going to throw this one move. You can do it, guys. And then she, like, walks off. But, like, right. she's in all five. Allison Stoner and her friend are in all five. Um, including the one that Isabella Mika is in. I keep almost calling her Mika Kelly. It's it's hard. It's a problem. Yeah. Um. So then he's like, please, please do my choreography, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, right. I don't know. And he's like, are you going to make me beg? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, please. And then she says, yes. Um, so they announced in ballet class that the fall production is going to be Giselle. Right. Do you know the plot of Giselle? Not at all. It is actually interesting that they picked this and I get the point of it. So basically, there's a peasant girl named Giselle and she's um, like a lover and a dancer and spirit and a child, whatever. <laughs> and so then there's this prince and he's betrothed to some princess or whatever. And he's like, I want just one last day of freedom. And so he like disguises himself as a peasant. Meets Giselle. The two of them fall in love. Okay. She re- he reveals himself to be a prince and about to be married. She dies of a broken heart. Very sad. So then she becomes a willy, which is where the expression um, a case of the willies comes from. It's a oh. Scandinavian forest spirit, which is made by a scorned virgin woman dying before she can be loved. <laughs> wow. There are, they're all vengeful spirits who hate men. I'm like... Huh. Interesting. Yeah. So willies are all... Women who died virgins unloved. And so the Willies, like, revive revive Giselle and be like, you want to fuck your boyfriend up? And she's like, hell yeah! And there's, like, the Queen of the Willies who's, like, the most stern. And then she gets cast as that. She gets cast as Queen of the Willies. Um, I was like, which wow, is, they're really losing me with these th- with that name. I was like, I, I definitely don't know I'm what like, this is. I'm like, out of context, Queen of the Willies sounds like a joke. But it, it's, it's, <laughs> they're actually, like, mad scary. And they, like, uh, kill his best friend thinking it's him. Like... So, villies make you dance until you die. Okay. And so, it's ballet, obviously. Well, yeah, no, this sounds fantastic. I definitely want to see this someday. It's really good. And they're I've like, never been to And they're ballet. all, like, creepy, like, gray, like, spirit. And, like, all of their stuff is very, like, floaty, like, on point shoes. Like, Got it. Willies are so cool. I never got to do Giselle because I left ballet before um, I was old enough to do it. Right. Um, and so, basically, they kill his best friend. And they're like, see? See what it's like to kill? Ha ha ha! And she's like, wait, I don't like this. And they're about to... The, the queen is in love slash super wants to kill Giselle's boyfriend. And basically Giselle, like, her love, like, pushes the willies away. And she's like, I love him more than I hate him. Wow. And she 
I think she kills all of the willies or she like banishes them back to the shadow realm and then she just like gives up being a willy and dies. So fascinating. Like the idea of like giving up what you love for the good of the person. So it would have helped to have that context before I saw this. Yeah. So like actually once I said Giselle, I'm like, oh, okay. Like someone oh, isn't yeah. they, someone isn't who they say they are and they're doing it for love. Like yeah. they, they very much picked Giselle on purpose. Yeah. Um, I, for, I thought they were going to do Coppelia for sure. Um, Coppelia is basically, it's Pinocchio, but a girl and a dancer. Okay. Uh, lonely, carp- sure. lonely carpenter dude carves a doll who is the best ballerina dancer. A guy looks through his window, falls in love with her, breaks into the studio, realizes she's a doll, gets mad, breaks the doll, guy dies of a broken heart. So, but Coppelia is a whole thing. That one like, doesn't sound as good. No, but Coppelia is a whole <laughs> thing where you have to be very precise and exactly uh, the way that things okay. are. Because you're literally a doll. Got it. So I thought they're going to do be Coppelia, like I don't want to be anyone's then doll. Then it's going to be like a really uh, like yeah strict and structured and yeah. So I thought when, when they said like we're going to do fall production, I'm like bet you a million dollars they're going to do Coppelia. I'm like oh Giselle, oh Giselle works better. <laughs> You're like you know what you did one thing right. Points movie. You've never been to the ballet though. Never. Like not even the Nutcracker. When never. You were little? Nope. We're going to the ballet. Decided. I'm, we're I'm, going. I'm in. They do it at Secret Strip. Like, I know. I know. And I've talked about going before and I and just never have. And tickets cheap as fuck. We're going to the ballet. Done. Sounds awesome. Done. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. Jessica Fornberry's going to the goddamn ballet. Um, it's the name of uh, my memoir. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica's going to the goddamn ballet. Um, but real talk. You don't mind me saying your last name on the podcast? No, I don't. Okay. Just because I credit you, like... With guest, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, um, I'm happy to be credited. Yay. <laughs> Follow her on Twitter, guys. She's so fucking funny. I am not that funny. You are. <laughs> I like every single one of your tweets. I know. I really appreciate it because <laughs> I looked at my followers and definitely half of them are people who followed me in high school and are not actually active on Twitter. Yeah. Only two people like my tweets ever. And I shout out to you. <laughs> I mean, I'm not like desperate for the attention, but I'm desperate for the attention. Well, I tagged you on our um, on the Super Sequels podcast. I saw it last night. Yeah. Like, I saw it at, like, 3 a.m., and then I was like, mm, don't be weird and reply right now. So anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, go to our um, our podcast. I mentioned her. I'll probably mention her again when I post it. Follow Jessica on Twitter. She's really funny. Thank you. Um, and your last name on Twitter is your last name, so. Yeah, that's that's why when you asked if you could say my last name, I'm like, yeah, I, I was going to give my, uh. Yeah. My handle at yeah. the end, oh, no, so. You, and, and my last name is in the handle. She so. will still give her last name in the handle. Yeah. Um, so... Zoe calls. Wait, why are we talking about this bitch again? No, she. <laughs> oh, she calls. Wait, I have to read this. Um, I, in, I have like. Oh, they, Zoe calls Sarah a jealous bitch out of nowhere. Is that then? Yeah, that's where I, I read oh. it in order. Hmm. Because like she, I don't know, but like she calls her a jealous bitch out of nowhere. Oh, probably because uh, she's like in a relationship now with that. Oh, because she says she has to or... stop. She has to stop seeing Miles because she has to concentrate on ballet. Right. She's like, you're jealous. You're a selfish bitch. I'm like, what? Um, and she's like, this. No, that's later. No, 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 no. She's calling Katrina a jealous bitch. There you go. That makes more sense. She's calling Katrina the TA because they announced like, oh, we're doing Giselle. Um, remember, the part of Giselle will have to be, like, really precise and really perfect. And then it's, like, zoom in on Katrina's face looking like, it's going to be me. Yeah. <laughs> Which, again, is a thing I don't understand. Because she's announcing it in the class and it makes it seem like the show is going to be built of the people from that class. Yeah. And, again, that no. Katrina's the TA. So it's going to be built of all of the ballet people. Yeah. So the fall production would be everyone in Juilliard's ballet conservatory. 
Okay, then yeah, I definitely don't think that Sarah should have gotten the lead. There had to be somebody else better. She's a freshman. There no, had to be somebody no, else yeah, better. I even Katri- no, like, no, Katrina had completely earned the part. Katrina, I totally understand. If she was genuinely it. a senior and genuinely was the TA, she was right. supposed to be Giselle. Yes, I get that. Then Sarah getting it when Katrina, like, I don't know, breaks her ankle Trips? or whatever. Yeah, it was very <laughs> unclear. <laughs> we'll keep we'll getting it. <laughs> but yeah, I was like... Sarah getting it is bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, so, she's like, uh, and so he's like, this isn't school, this is Survivor. I'm like... What? Like, hey, uh, just kidding. I'm no not one's, doing that. If like um. people were getting voted out more, except for like Swishy Pants McGee, I would see that. <laughs> but like, only one person's gotten kicked out. It's not Survivor. That's literally how auditions work. Um, yeah. So she goes to Miles' studio. He's playing piano. He has a massive loft apartment. Yeah. His apartment is enormous. And she's like, "What happened about being a struggling artist?" He's like, "Oh, call it a consolation prize for having parents who don't talk to you." And I'm like. Okay, that's people who bug me. They're like, um, I, I work for my stuff. My parents don't pay for anything except for my giant apartment and my car and my phone. Like, right. no, 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 no. You can be a struggling artist if you're paying for all your own shit. And not to say your parents can't help you out. They can. My parents help me out. They don't pay my rent. They don't pay my bills. They do. They pay my cell phone bill. Also, you're, you're not calling yourself a struggling artist. Though. Yeah, but I would never call myself a struggling artist. Yeah. Like, if his parents are paying for his giant loft apartment, like, but everything else is me. I'm like, but a loft that big in New York is like... That's what you dollar. need the most? So yeah. everything else is you, like... Well, you, you probably yeah. don't have a cell phone. It's 2005. This is how you <laughs> like, can afford to be a DJ. Yeah. Because you're not You paid for rent. your DJ equipment. Yeah. <laughs> and food. Um, And I, like, I, I rewound to look, and he's like, my parents divorced, and then I lived with my grandpa. I'm like... So your parents aren't dead. Why'd you live with your grandpa? Okay, also, when she tells the story of how her mom died, it's like a throwaway. Yeah. She laughs and Yeah, I wrote the time, like, oh, she's really doing this right now. I'm like, oh, she's really doing this like that. Okay, I'm gonna drop in a clip of Julia in the first movie and telling the story of how her mom died here. What's your fault? My mom, the accident, the fact that she's dead. She got scraped off some highway because of me, because of my stupid audition. Because she was rushing. She was rushing because I made her promise to come. And and when they called my name, I, I was mad at her because, because I needed her to be there and she wasn't. She was dying while I was dancing and, and I was mad at her and I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Listen, it is not your fault that she died. Or that she was rushing. And the story of the sequel of her mom dying here. Um, listen, Sarah, about that. No, it wasn't you. I'm sorry. I just didn't realize how intense Julia would really be, you know? And so important to me. Why? Since I was little, my mom and I always dreamed about me becoming a famous ballerina. The day of my first audition for Juilliard, she really wanted to be there. I really wanted her to be there. It was my turn to dance. So I looked around and I knew something was wrong. I was right. She died in a car accident trying to get to my audition. (laughs) What about you? Me? Do you hear the difference in tone, y'all? A little bit, little bit different. It's real different. Yeah. Um, she's like laughing through it. And yeah. And he like wipes like cannoli off her mouth. I'm like, don't touch her mouth! Yeah. 
Not into it. Um, Wait, and then he goes in for a kiss and she totally blows him off. Yeah. Um, And I'm like, oh, okay. And then she's like, after all of this uh, build up. Yeah. And then she's like, your music isn't danceable. And he's like, oh, I thought you could dance to anything. She's like, I can, but not to this. I'm like, what metaphor is this supposed to be? Like. You don't have stability in your life. You don't. Is I don't think there was a metaphor. I don't know. I think it was just a weak story but, building. But then it's just like a montage of like them like remixing his music. Yeah, and her dancing around to it. Yeah, and like she's pushing the buttons up. What what the fuck? Are they moving like Grocery metal cards? clothing racks? Like I don't know. Um, so he sends his music off to the artist friend Nigel, and he loves it. Um, and she's like, "I'm gonna be a prima ballerina by 21." Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I wanted to write a symphony by the time I was 18. But dreams change, bitch. Um, I'm like, uh, Prima Ballerina by 21 is kind of old, but okay. Oh, I guess really? not, not Prima. Ballerina by 21 is too old. Prima by 21 is not. Okay. Because, I mean, honestly, by 25, I don't know you retire and you're like fucking Misty Copeland. Oh, Misty Copeland. Um, um, okay. Ballerinas are like gymnastics. You don't have a very long career. Right. So when he's like, told her about writing the symphony and whatever then he's like at some point massaging her feet which grossed me out so and zoe much does too. zoe had the exact reaction i had are you like, touching her ballerina look, feet yeah one i don't i don't personally like people touching my feet so i think it's weird and but you know like, even you if you're down that with long. that ballerina feet Ballerina's these are not head. normal feet feet <laughs> <laughs> like First of all, they're covered in open sores. Right. I was like, don't touch that. Put gloves on. Anything. Like, first of all, wash your hands if you're going to touch your feet. You're going to give her an infection. Yeah, I was not okay with um, that. So she has to get to her Giselle audition. And there's like, a funny little bit with uh, the other dude. And he's like, I just hope I'm not a peasant. Yes. Let's be a peasant. Wait, and then when he actually does the, the dancing and he's like so exaggerated about he's it, like, I was dying. It was so funny, though. And so... Um, I actually laughed. Sarah's like, I obviously would love to be Giselle. She goes, but every girl wants to be Giselle. I'd be really happy to be Queen of the Willies. Yeah. Which Queen of the Willies is a really cool part. It's like the black swan. It's like, ah! Um, and so she doesn't get it. Um, Katrina gets uh, Giselle. Right. And Sarah gets Queen of the Willies. Which I'm like, dude, Queen of the Willies for a freshman. Yeah, solid. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. Um, for the fall production. So yeah. you've been in school for a couple months. Yeah. Um, you have this great part. Be happy. Just fucking really Sit good. down. Be humble. So then they're back in class, and, like, they're all just doing, like, these moves. Oh, it's, like, really repetitive, like, ballet moves. They're just, you're just drilling a move over and over right. to get it right. And there's this whole voiceover where the teacher's like, ballet is about perfection. And perfection comes when effort drops away, and all that's left is you and the moves, and there's no effort involved. I'm like, bullshit! <laughs> <laughs> Ballet is about making it look like it's no effort. Really good ballerinas can lift their leg over their head and look like they're touching their nose. There's still a shitload of effort involved. Right. The effort doesn't go away. The appearance of effort the appearance goes away. The appearance of effort goes away. Absolutely. But the the idea that if ballet is effortless to you, then you're perfect is right. bullshit. Sounds like you're probably just doing something wrong. Yeah. Um, and she's like, ballet is about perfection and blah, 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 blah. Um... And so then, okay, so this is the confusing thing, where you think she's going to the art performance and she's, like, nervous beforehand to see how people will react. Right, but apparently it was after. But apparently it's at, but she's, like, she's standing outside and won't come in. And she's like, I'll come in later, I'll come in later. And then there's this, like, lady smoking next to her. Who turns out to be a professor. Which I thought that was going to come back. 
She's like, oh. I did too. She's like, stop by my office. She's like, blah, she's blah, like, blah. Oh. I was like, oh, this is the chill professor. Like, she's like, I like her. You're in the classical department. I head up the modern department. We should talk sometime. I was like, yeah, she's going to switch. And I'm like, that's what's going to happen. But then she's like, your stuff in there was really great. And I'm like, oh, so she already, the world. She goes, you are, so they already did. Yeah. Why are you standing outside nervous except to meet up and talk with this professor? It was very convoluted. Um, yeah, it was real weird. But um, I really liked that lady, and I was hoping she'd come back. And then Miles runs up to, like, the window, and he just pushes a card against the window that says, vibe. As if we are supposed <laughs> to know what that means. And Sarah's like, oh my god! I was like, oh, I guess we're supposed to be excited now. What's vibe? Yeah. What's vibe? A lot of times. A lot of times. I don't like how that sounds. Many times in this movie, I was like, wait, am I supposed to know what that means? Yeah. That was not the first time I felt that way in this movie. Like, it, things don't track. Yeah. I don't know where they came from. So I was like, wait, did they mention this before? They and completely I completely didn't. Like, if he was like, oh my god, you have to come to my friend's art show, a producer from Vibe is gonna be there. Right. That's how easy that was. Yeah. So then the next scene, they're in a club, which- And Neo is singing, y'all. Is the name of the club Vibe? Because then he's like, I'm gonna be playing at the Vibe block party. That's insane, like, um, exposure. And I'm like, so is Vibe a person or a studio? I, w- I would say it's a- is it like Mad Maybe Decent? it's a production company? Like, because like Mad Decent has like Mad Decent Block Party, Mad Decent Beach Party. Uh, like, they it's different, like, right. But like, they're all run by Mad Decent. So I'm like, so when he said, um, Vibe Block Party, I'm like, oh, is like Vibe like Mad Decent, where like it's a right. production. Um, but they never talk about it. Nope. And they're just at this club. Is it supposed to be the club from the first time? I thought it was, but it quite possibly was not. And Neo's there. I also don't think I was paying enough attention to that to care. Yeah, and Neo's on, like, the smallest stage ever. Very small. And then just different girls keep coming up and dancing with him. Yeah. At first I thought it was supposed to be Candy. Yeah. Like, oh, I did too. I did too. And then, like, Candy became his backup dancer. Eh, Like, but no, the girls keep switching in and out. And they're obviously, like, his because, like, they're doing, like, the same choreography. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, he's not singing any, like, recognizable Neo songs. Nope. Definitely not. He still sounded great. He sounded great. He's Neo. Um, there was. At this point in the movie, I was like, there is not enough conflict in this movie. No. Um, and then, I don't conflict know if this is like next scene. terrible, but I was like, there isn't enough like of a hood element. Yes, nobody could. No. There, were, there were air quotes there. Yeah, I'm not there trying were to be air mean. Quotes, guys. No, <laughs> there was a huge issue in the first one, like when she's in the doctor's office with Chanel, and she's like, Yeah. There's no two worlds, Chanel. There's just one. She's like, Yeah, that's what they fucking tell you. Look around you, look at your life, and look at how other people are treated, and maybe learn something from it. Yeah. Life. There was such great tension between like her integrating herself into this like black community in and the not first just a one. black community, but a black impoverished, impoverished community. Absolutely. And in this movie, it was just like, everybody's the same because everybody's a Juilliard so everyone's a rich bitch yeah which I guess that's fine and like they don't have to which like don't have to have the same problem if he had been a struggling artist in a shit apartment I would have believed that more or like oh my friend lets me borrow his studio because I sweep up his floors right no he's a rich bitch from Juilliard yeah there's no there's no and there's no issue with him being black and her being white right he's black because the movie is about hip hop which is an issue to me Wow, that is very true. And if it's about being hip-hop, why isn't Franz black? And the roommate being like, I've never dated a black guy before. This is kind of weird. And she's like, girl, trust me, it's hard, but it's so worth it. Like, yeah, there's no... The issue of them dating has nothing to do with their race, which in the real world, of course, there doesn't have to be. 
but a huge part of the Step Up franchise was the interracial relationship. Right. Both from people in the black and white community having issues with it. Yeah. And no one has an issue with them being together because and they of could their have race. easily they could have easily done like the reverse. So like the first movie was putting her into a school where she is the only white person. Yeah. They could have done that where he's the only exactly, black person. Exactly. Which wouldn't make sense. No, but no, at no. least they could have Well at Juilliard you could almost mirror it, it. It would be bad, but you could do it. And there was one line where later on the Or just like out of everybody she knows or like all her friends or whatever. Like Yeah, later on the professor says like you're going to ruin her. I was like, whoa But then it didn't go our Yeah, that's too. that was a different thing, yeah. And may I just say, so proud in the first movie that the dad does not have an issue with the boyfriend being black. I so thought that was going to be a plot point. Yeah, d- I definitely did too. her friends do. She's like, oh yeah, I actually am dating someone. She's like, there's white people at the school? Yeah. And she's like, no. And I then her friends are really like, weirded out by it. Um, and then I love that it wasn't just white people having issues with black people. It was that his sister and his friend was like, white women coming up here doing all this shit. And that like, it was an issue on both sides. Yeah. Which I appreciated. And this just wasn't an issue at all in the Step Up movie, which obviously interrelationship relationships don't always have to be full of conflict for their race. I'm just restating that in case you think it is. I am the product of an interracial relationship, guys. Um, but when you make it but when such you make a it part a of the first sequel, movie. Uh, um, save the last dance. Yeah. Step up. Wow. <laughs> I think that's not the first time you said it and I didn't even notice sorry. until right now. If I have. I'm sorry, guys. But yeah, when you make it part of these uh, last dance franchise, that's part of it. Yeah. And this is basically like, I'm good at hip hop. I can hip hop dance. Oh, that's it? Now that is just a step up. That's fucking... That's this... What's the one with Channing Tatum and Jenna Dewan? That That's step up. That's step up? Just the first one. Step just up. Just the first one. Okay, because the first one's... And the, the there's a lot of, of them... There's a lot of race stuff in that one, too, but that's yeah. different. But, like, all, like, second through five are all about, like, two dance battles. It's in the street. Step yeah. up, take it to the street or whatever. Yeah, but the first one was just about Jenna Dewan Tatum getting into dance school. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a whole, like integrating the two things and it wasn't as much about race right Ooh, okay tension. we are getting to like close to the end we're getting to the horrible the awkward shit hits the fan uh, recording so he this is has been like recording sounds he records everything in his life and he's like the first time I he's wanted like 60, to do it. Sixty thousand hours or something. Six, yeah. So he goes like the first time I was four years old and it was the sound of the shower rings in the bathtub. That, and I, he said that was the first noise he remembers. Yeah. And I was about to call him. I'm like, you recorded that? She's like, he recorded that. And he's like, no, it was four. I'm like, oh, thank God. Like, <laughs> we're we're not being that ridiculous. He, he's like, mom, let me go get my um little tyke recording device. <laughs> and then he like. She's like, and like, it's literally a wall. So they go to a club and then she comes back to his place afterwards. And yeah. It's a wall and it's tapes. It's not tapes. even a CD. It's tapes. And, In 2006. And then he's like, pick one. And she picks a random tape off the wall. He doesn't look at it. And he puts it in the tape player and he plays it. And it's like a really, it is really cool. I really it liked sounds. it. I wrote, yeah, I definitely liked and she's it. Like, it's ice breaking. And she's like, what is this? And he like closes his eyes and he's like, and monologues. 6, 1985. It had been freezing for or below freezing for six days, the sun had come out, and this is the sound of the East River ice breaking. And I'm like, that's actually really beautiful. Yeah, I was into that. I was like, whoa. And like, and now I was like, oh man, I wish he'd like, besides just the one scene in the club, I wish there'd been more scenes of, of him, him like recording, recording stuff. But wait, there's oh more. <laughs> my God. So they're drinking wine, first of all, serving alcohol to a minor. Issue. Issue. That's okay. Whatever. I know. You didn't drink underage. I was not being served by my professor. 
Straight up, that's right. That's I was right. being served by my professor. Yep. In his apartment. Okay. See? Let's not rehash this. See? Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's weird. weird. Um, it's weirder. So they start kissing. They're making Things out. Things escalate. They're making out. She's just straight up naked. Yeah, and it happens in a second. It's not even like she's in her bra looking cute. She's naked. And he pulls out his tape recorder. It's raining. So I'm like, oh, he's gonna like No, wasn't it a mic? Yeah, he pulls out a mic. And it's raining. And at first I thought he was going to, like, record, like, the sound of the rain. I knew exactly what he was about to do. And he fucking puts his mic between her tits. Up to her heart. And records the sound of her heartbeat for a while. This is, word for word, what I wrote. Trying not to judge, but shit seems weird. (laughs) So all of my notes are in lowercase. I'm like, they're undressing, they bang. Hey, he's pulling out his tape recorder. Is he going to record the ew, 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 ew? <laughs> he's recording her heartbeat. Ew! I, like, I want to think it's okay. Like, I get that they must have thought it was romantic, but I mostly was just like, <laughs> Like, if he put the, if he put the tape recorder out the window to record, like, the rain and, like, to, like, remember the moment. Every, and, and then, like, he mixed the sound of the rain in. It's like, that's the rain from the night they first made right. love. Like, <gasps> the that's cute. It would have been can... creepy, but less so. But less so than what happened. Yeah. Um, I'ma just say it. He makes her a song with her own heartbeat, guys. Yeah, and she seems very happy with it. And I was like, oh no. It like wrecks her life. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like dry heaving through this moment. It was, um, yeah, it was killing me. So they're in Giselle rehearsals. Mm-hmm. Uh Katrina's killing it. And then she boom. legitimately it just looks like she falls. Not a bad it fall. Like she falls. It looks like she sits down. Uh, but you hear like a, a, hey. a snap. Here, give me your voice. <laughs> she goes down like she's bending down to reach a penny and you hear. Exactly. I was like, oh, that was. <laughs> that was not hard enough. Cracking noise. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And they're like, walk it off. And she literally does walk off stage. Yeah, and then they're like, take her to the clinic. And I'm like, take her to the hospital. You made it sound like she definitely broke that. The sound of her falling is a cartoon bone snap noise. And then even when you find out what it is, it's not a broken bone. I didn't even remember because I I wrote her off. I listened for it. I'm like, like, she broke her knee in three places, right? Like, she snapped her tibia in half, right? Like, and also I was mad that her falling was her doing partner work with someone else. So it's like, oh, her partner dropped her. It's all his fault. Right. He fucked her. Like, I wanted her to be, like, overconfident because, like, I'm fucking Giselle. Yes, yes. And she, like, sees Sarah and she's like, fuck you, I'm going to do this this move harder than I should. And then it's like, wounded by her hubris. Like, yeah. I thought it was going to be that. But no, her partner drops her and she cracks her leg in half. Oh, um, I wrote it. Permanent ligament damage. Permanent ligament. Like, ligaments don't crack like that. Nope. Not that loud. Okay. Um. So she can't dance. And so Sarah's going to get Giselle, which, like, freshman. Yeah. Um, Incredible. There's no one else who can do it. Like, there are other leads in the- There has to be. There are other leads in the show besides Sarah and the part of the Willies, and now you have to teach- And now you have to teach answers. Exactly. All in choreography. Yeah. Like, ugh, whatever. Um, And then Katrina's like, she's making a fool of you. Ask your son. Oh, so Miles is the professor's son. Yeah. And just for the record, guys, Miles is very dark-skinned, African-American, and the professor is whitey, white, white, white. Which can happen, mm-hmm. but... He, he doesn't look like his parents are mixed. 
no. And then they show up, and I'm like, so is she like the stepmom? Because he said his parents got oh, divorced. Oh, would have been, yeah. But then they never say, like, That's, yeah, it's unclear. Stepmom, mom, whatever. And then there's a photo of them later on, but it's him at this age. So yeah. it could be a whole stepmom issue. Um, so Miles is her son, guys. Um, okay. See, I hadn't got to the part where you, like, hear that, and I was like, why does the ballet teacher have such an opinion about this guy? No, me either. Like, I, I don't understand. <laughs> and I thought, like, maybe, like, he was an ex-dancer, and he, like, left for school. Yeah, to go do the piano thing, and then that didn't work out either. Like, but you gave up all your talent. No, it's just purely about that. Well, there it is. Um, so Sarah, so Sarah's like, I super can't do choreography for, because, okay, so now he's going to get to do this showcase for the Vibe block party, and he wants her to do choreography again, even though they very clearly said the first time that this is a one-time thing. Her hatred of Miles seems to come out of nowhere, and then this reveal is like, well, duh, it had to be something. Fuck. Yeah, it did. It did. Um, so she's like, okay, so she said she wasn't going to, she's like, if I do this choreography for your art friend, it's a one-time thing, I'm super busy. So now he's gotten this, like, vibe work shape, this vibe This whole other thing. thing. He's like, can you choreograph this piece? And she's like, no, and also I'm fucking Giselle She's now. literally in a show. And I, and like, and it's not getting, I totally understood. And it's not getting the full time to rehearse because this girl got injured. Right. Midway through rehearsals. Like, and she's like, oh, Candy is a dancer. Like, she can help you out. And she's like, no. She complains about the music. And, you know, she can't do dance moves like you can. And blah, 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 blah. And she's like, whatever. I'll come over and I'll help you choreograph. So she's at his place. And he's like, about to confess, obviously, that the professor is his mother. And then she... gets inter- He gets interrupted. Yeah. Because, of course... Because they're mid- practicing. Mid-rehearsal. Yeah. Um, like, tell her afterwards. And, like, Candy's back and she's... Being a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, so then Miles goes to confront the professor, and he's like, you're gonna ruin her, you're pushing her too hard, I love her! You've known her, like, a minute, dude. Yeah. Um, and at, at the most, two months. Yeah. And she and she's like, well, I would hope so, and if you love her, you'll let her go. Oh, the professor's French, but, or British, by the way. Her Did name I is forget that? Monique, but she's very British. Um, yeah. Monique Delacroix. Um, Which is very French. Yeah, and she's British. Okay. Whatever. Yep. Um, and the white girl's Polish, so whatever. Um, whatever. <laughs> um, but she's just so obviously not Julia Stiles, not just from appearance, duh, but like... Mannerisms. You uh, sound like you're from a different country. You yeah. obviously didn't grow up on the mean streets of Chicago. Yeah. Like, sometimes she sounded Southern, because she was like overcompensating her American accent. in the American, yeah. Yeah. And she's like, you gave up all this talent for nothing. And he's like, my dream changed. That's it. I'm like, that's not it. You don't give up. You don't give up wanting to compose music to be a DJ. Or even if it is like, I didn't want to do classical piano anymore. I wanted to write my own music. But just saying my dream changed is not an explanation. No. Like if he'd said like, I couldn't do it your way anymore. I had to do it my own way. But like, I did it my way. Do you know about the, the My Way murders? No. So in the Philippines, where karaoke is very popular, I'm yes. stealing this from my favorite murder guys. Um, there is a huge incident of I think it's like upwards of ten or fifteen people have been murdered while singing the song My Way. Wow. Because it, that is it's a very cliche karaoke choice. It's a very like braggadocio song, and it's right. also like eight minutes long. Yeah. And if you're not a good singer, it's miserable to listen to. Yeah. Which most people take into account when picking karaoke songs. Absolutely. Always go short. Go for something the crowd's gonna enjoy. Don't do a ballad, guys. Even if you're fucking, like, 
I mean, if Beyonce. you guys do a ballad, do it by yourself in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, like, ballads of karaoke bring the whole room down. Yeah. So it's kind of, and they're saying, well, is it an incident of people singing my way, or if it's the type of people who sing my way That's at a karaoke bar, but they're killed by strangers. Oh, that is so crazy. They're not killed by, like, their friends. Like, they're killed, like, there was one where, like, one guy, like, you know, you put, like, coins in the machine, uh-huh. and he put my way, like, five times in a row. Oh, no, I'd definitely kill him, And too. as soon as the second one started, he was, like, murdered by the patrons of the karaoke bar. That is... So crazy. Isn't that insane? My Damn. way. Who knew karaoke kills? Well, when I first heard My Way Murders, I'm like, oh, it's one guy going around and doing it. And it's like, no, it's a weird... And, and you know he's coming for you because he plays the song. I mean, there have been weirder murders. I'm getting murders. delusional, but that would be very funny and very... Let's not funny. Horror. Murder's not funny. Let's make a horror movie. <laughs> My Way Murder. <laughs> Anyways. Oh my god. We just play like a slowed down acapella version for the trailer. Oh yeah, very like uh, Beyonce for the Fifty Shades of Grey kind of. Yeah. We just play on a music box. <laughs> Solid. Now we can do this one of two ways. We can do it the easy way. Whispered. But the screen has cut to black before you say my way. <laughs> and coming to a theater near you October 2, the killer wears 2018. A to mouth. <laughs> uh, let's write it. Let's write it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so. So then um, he's like, if you love her, you love her, have her dream. And so then cut to a completely different scene. And Sarah finds out. Sarah, they ask Sarah to go to the office. She sees a picture of him on her desk. That's what it was. Which, and like, then, she very obviously sent her into her office on purpose. She's like, go into my office and get these notes off my desk. I was kind of zoning so by then. I didn't even put that together. Miles. Well, because if they had that whole fight and then that scene happened. Yeah, that totally makes sense. And then she's freaking out on him. And she's like, this is a betrayal. You I'm lied like, to me. And I was like, literally about what? Okay, literally, no, he didn't. And said, well, why does it matter? Yeah. I literally was thinking there, I'm like, well, you obviously didn't get the part because you're dating her son. So it's not like, you let me think I was better than I was. Right. It's not, no wonder your mom hates me. It's because she hates you because the mom loves you. I literally can't no. figure out why she's mad. Me except neither. For, I didn't get it. Except for just like, you should have told me. But like, it's not a betrayal. It doesn't change anything. It didn't change anything. No, absolutely not. And, like, if it's, like, you let me bitch about your mom this whole time, but, like, he obviously bitches about her, too. Like, I literally couldn't figure out why this was a betrayal. I, like, sat and thought about it. it was, like, I have so many question marks. Cause I was, like, yeah. why is she mad? What What did he say that makes him a liar? Did his mom... Did he say his mom died? I was, like, did I forget that? Like, I literally went back and rewatched that part scene. Yeah. And he says, my parents got divorced, I lived with my grandpa until he died, and now I'm on my own. Which, like, that doesn't make sense right there. Yeah. Because parents divorced doesn't mean... That doesn't mean you have to go live with grandpa. a third person. And then when grandpa dies, why aren't you back with me? What happened to the dad? Is the dad? Because the whole thing where he's fighting with the teacher, and she's like, you sound like your father. And I'm like... Oh, yeah, I was like, wait, how does she know his father? What happened to the dad? <laughs> like, Ugh. That's why I think she's stepmom. Maybe, yeah. That was that was crazy. Um, so, she's at Giselle rehearsal. Oh, no, no, no. Wait. Um, I think she's at her dorm, and then her professor shows up. Unless I missed a scene. 
because oh, I thought it, that was very No, weird. then it's the sad, sad, sad montage of, like, Katrina packing up her locker and, like, oh, wow, Miles yeah. can't get the music right and Sarah's dancing sadly. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're sad. <laughs> um, so then they're in Giselle rehearsals and Franz and Zoe come in and Miles is like, I know, you're gonna be mad, but, like, he really wants, like, he wants you to come back, the dancers won't listen to him. And she's like, I'm too fucking busy. Yeah. And also I'm mad at him. I told him I was too busy before I was mad at him. And Zoe's super mad. She's like, that's bullshit. You said you'd help him. Man, 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 man. I'm like, it's actually not her job. It's his thing. And if he needs her help to complete his projects, then he shouldn't have taken the project on. Yeah, he Sorry. just assumed and he she could told, and use he, her as a resource. And he told her the first time, this is a one-time thing because I'm yeah. really busy. Yeah. Like, I honestly am on Sarah's side through this. Agreed. Whatever. Um, and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, we can't come to your show because the one and only night of Giselle, apparently, because they're not doing multiple yes. shows. I was like, because they have a dress rehearsal, they're her like, friends can't come. And I was a dress like, rehearsal, so we can't come. And I'm like, neither of you's in the show. A, no, a dress rehearsal for her play. But then I didn't. Oh, I thought they meant the dress rehearsal. Oh, no, it was a dress rehearsal for his thing. He goes, well, I can't Why was she wearing the wig, though? I can't come because we have a dress. Doesn't she dyed her hair blonde. It was just a really bad wig. Oh. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> no. It was dress rehearsal for Miles' performance. She's like, well, since you're gone, we need all the help we can. We need all the time oh, okay. we can get. Sure. Which is like, Franz, okay, you're not doing the music because Miles is doing the music. Yeah, so what is he even there for? And Zoe, you're not in it. Yeah. Which then Zoe comes. Um, So it's opening night for Giselle. The professor buys her a dress, which I'm like, for the like for the after show or after party, and I was like, okay. How do you know this will fit me? Oh, I guess you're a dancer. Like hmm, you're all shaped like poles. Um, you're all size two and no boobs, and <laughs> no tits. And um, five foot eight. This was Katrina's dress. I took it from her. <laughs> um, so she's like, oh, the you know head of ABT is gonna be at my dinner party. Everybody's gonna know you. Uh-huh. Um, and suddenly the Zoe pops in. She's got a horrific blonde wig on. It's really bad because... Because, oh, she didn't get the ditzy brunette. or She she, get, she got the dumb blonde character. She was really excited about instead it. Instead of the smart brunette. So she's like, I'm not typecast anymore. I'm like, have fun fighting your typecast your entire career. It took me until I was 15 to fight it. When I gave in, I actually started getting parts. Sorry. You get cast what you look like. That's how Hollywood works. I mean, we're trying to change it, but it's not gonna happen. Um, time's up. Um, <laughs> it's a process, y'all. So she's like, oh my god, I know you're gonna hate me. But Franz made me, Miles made you the CD. Listen to it. She puts on the CD. Also, the show starts in 15 minutes. She's in neither hair, makeup, or costume. I'm nope. like, you're already late. Yeah. You're already late. late. Because those tutus take forever to put on. Really? You gotta lace yourself in. First of all, oh. point shoes, you don't just slip them on. Right, no, I know. You have to lace them in and like make sure the laces are tight enough, blah, blah, blah. And then those tutus are not, it's not just a slip-on situation. You gotta tie your way in. Okay. And she's costume changing because she goes from being dead to alive. Um, and so she plays a song, and it's like it starts with her heartbeat. Her heartbeat, and it, the like, one he recorded the night they fucked. Yeah, while they were fucking. I I think that's why I thought it was really creepy because it did seem like they were still like in, in the other? middle of things. <laughs> this is the sound you made when I was inside you. Exactly, that's what I felt like it was, and I was like. That is not okay. I just thought of something worse. What if we took the mic out? No, 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 no. <laughs> the mic did not go south. It's never going south. It's my mic in your box. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, um, and she listened to it. And she's obviously like very like touched. And I'm like, I would be. Yeah, screaming. she was like, she loved it. What if 
<laughs> what if Zoe gave her a box of Barbie heads? <laughs> At least then I would have been like, well, great, we tied up one loose end. Yeah. She's like, they're good luck. Um, so then they're doing the Giselle performance, and it's literally like just a nine-minute dance scene of Isabella Mika being a really, really good ballerina. Yes. Someone's um, stomping. Or hammering. That makes more sense. Fuck you, upstairs neighbor. Um, And she's just killing it. Just the whole... She does, like, four separate dances in show. Yeah. And just killing it, killing it, killing it, killing it. Uh, I wanted her to fall. Guys, I didn't like her by the end. No, I had no good reason. I thought she was going to falter. Because when she first comes on stage, she's just standing there with the veil over her face. And she flips it off. And I thought she was going to freeze on stage and be like, I can't do it. Like, I thought she was going to, like, freeze and, like, run to Miles. She's like, it's not even his show. It's his dress rehearsal. Um, but thanks, she finished oh, the show. that sucked, so I'm glad that didn't happen. She finished the show. Yeah. She does her bows. And then she looks like she's, like, about to cry. Um, and then there's a whole breakdown. There's a whole breakdown. Uh, she's not coming out after the show. She has changed into the dress, though. Yeah, and, and I was she, like, you couldn't think of this before you completely got all dolled up. And then... Well, she had to look good for Miles. Um, in the dress your mother bought me. Um, and so she's like, everyone wants to meet you. You you were so great, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, son. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, I was up there and like, I just, and she turns to her teacher. She's like, so when you were up here dancing, you know, did you ever think is it all worth it? She's like, oh my God. Yeah. And like the costumes will get better and the dancers, the choreographers. She's like, no, no, no. That's not what I'm asking. Everything you gave up for that moment on stage, was it worth it? She's like. Yeah. She's like, I disagree. Yeah. And she leaves. But that conversation took forever, and by now, I wanted the movie to be over. So yeah. I was, like, not having it. Completely. Um, <laughs> and she's, okay, and the teacher says something that I frankly agree with, and she goes, you have a gift. And the gift- Oh, and so many girls and would s- kill to be where you are. Thank you, Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. Um, so it was, like, a word for word. Them, it was It was straight up that same speech, and I was like, she's right, and you screwed this up. Yeah. And she's like, you have a gift, but with that gift, you have to have hard work, discipline, and yes, sacrifice. What you have is a child's idea of happiness. And yes. Like, True. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to be with my boyfriend, and I'm going to dance the way I want to. And she to. says like, that she no. wants to be more than a ballerina. And I'm like, no, you don't, because no. this character, all this character wanted to do was be a ballerina. Yeah. So, way to rewrite your own history. She literally killed her mom <laughs> to become a Shut up! That is the worst. But I mean, like, at the end of, like, if, if the first movie had ended and they're like, well, that was interesting. And she's like, you know what? I don't give a fuck what you thought. That was the best I've ever felt dancing in my life. And if you can't see that, that you, you don't know dance. And they were like, I like your sass. Welcome to Juilliard. If, like, if right. that was how the first one had ended, I'd be like, yeah, she's all about, like, what dance means to her. But it wasn't, it was about Juilliard, 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 yeah. Juilliard, ballerina, so ballerina, ballerina. new feeling and her whole speech here is contrary to ent- her entire character. character. And, um, my dream changed. <laughs> my dream changed. She's dropping out of college for a boy she's known maybe two months. But we don't know she drops out. Does she actually say I'm gonna drop out? She's not gonna do ballet anymore. I mean, I, we don't see what happens after the last hip hop dance. So then she... She leaves the theater. She goes to Miles and she's like, oh, I want to help you. And she does choreography for his dance. And she's like, I danced the best I ever danced. And I felt nothing. Just numb. What kind of way is that to feel? Like, and I thought about like the first time I danced with you. And like, I felt something when I danced. So, like, that's the dance I want to be doing. And then they do her big giant performance, which is like a mashup of ballet and hip hop. And like the final movie, she's like, and freeze frame. And the movie's fucking 
fucking that was over. it. That was it. I was like, oh, good, it's over. And then I was like, I'm missing some information. Uh, is she still going to Juilliard? Is she dropping out of Juilliard? Yeah. I thought for sure she was going to the modern dance department because the modern dance teacher was at the performance of Giselle. That would have been. And it was a focus on her of like the modern dance teacher. Yeah. Like, this bitch can't fucking dance. Like. And I enjoyed uh, Sarah's dancing in that whole hip hop ballet thing at the end so much better than just the ballet like yeah maybe i'm just uncultured but i was like dang no and this ballet, is amazing i'm so into this like her specifically not just everybody else yeah, yeah, yeah doing yeah, a yeah. hip-hop thing like she was so fantastic yeah there. but it just it left so much unanswered and like was it his mom was it his stepmom why was it such a betrayal why are they so fraught if he hates juilliard so much because his mother's there why did he agree to be a guest lecturer like I just want to know what education he got that qualified him to be a guest lecturer. Yeah. If I could get like a, a 10 minute spinoff from this that answers that question, that would be great. <laughs> it was it's just, and then there was no, I think they expected this to be their next step up. But they'll be like, maybe step up two, three, four, five, seven, eight, six, one, two. At oh, the end no, of it. Stop, stop, stop. At the end of the day, did you enjoy it? If I had, if you had told me this was a step up movie. If you told me this was Step Up 6, I would have happily watched, like, a dumb dance movie. Okay. But sitting down and watching Save the Last Dance and, like, how emotionally that movie impacts you and how smart it is. Mm -hmm. And then to watch the second, I was like, this is shit. I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would, but the more I talk about it, the more I hate it. So there you go. As its own movie, it's not horrible. As a sequel, it is horrible. As its own movie, it's not as bad as it is if you compare it to a sequel to the original. Yeah. Okay, um, so final thoughts. Um, what is your favorite quote from the first one? I have like five. I think I have four or five. Yeah, I have five. Okay. One of them we already said. No, I would never bust a cap in your ass. Cap in your ass. That was my first one. Because <laughs> the way she says it is so like sweet. I so would, sweet. I would never bust a cap in your ass. Okay, let's go back and forth with our other favorites. Okay. Uh, you talk a lot of shit for someone who never says anything. So good. I want to, like, use that every day of my life. <laughs> um, she was dying while I was dancing and I was mad at her. <laughs> oh, tragic. <laughs> just such a dumb sentence. Um, there's, oh, when, uh, when Sarah's, like, wearing her ugly outfit to go to the club. To the club. To steps. And then... What's her name? Chenille. Chenille mm-hmm. was like, it's country and you look country in it. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's a good one. Love that. Um, well, you know what they say? Blood's thicker than blonde. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, there's a spot when... No, I don't even... Can't even get into it, but... Sarah's like, that's all right. I dance in circles, probably around you. I'm like, oh, she's shit talking real quick now. Oh, shit. Probably around you. <sighs> so good. I have one more. Okay, my other one is like sad, which is like. Oh, no. He's going to make something of himself. And here you come, white, so you got to be right. And you take one of the few decent men we have left after jail, drugs, and drive by. That is what Nikki meant about you up in our world. <clears throat> There's only one world, Chanel. That is what they teach you. We know different. I don't understand. I thought we were friends. You want to be a friend? Don't just be here to be here. 
Open up your pretty brown eyes and look the hell around. Yeah, no, that's a really, really, it's poignant. Ooh, it's very shit. good. So then my next line uh, is not as cool as that it's one. okay. She's just like trying to defend herself to whatever the guy's name is. I can't remember his character. <laughs> Screw you. I'm brilliant and cool. <laughs> where, where even is that in the movie? It's like when they're rehearsing. Is his name Derek? Yeah, yeah. it's Derek. So they're like in their like abandoned building wherever they're practicing. And he, like, gives her a hard time about something, and she's like, screw you, I'm brilliant, and cool. Slam it. And I was like, this is the saddest thing I've ever heard. Like, those are not... That's so bad. It's just sad. <laughs> okay, also, can I say, Sarah in the sequel's makeup in... Sarah in the sequel, her makeup is so bad. Is it? God, I didn't even know. Literally notice. the scene where they have sex, she has blue eyeshadow, pink cheeks, and bright red lips, like a toddler oh, doing makeup right, for the first right. time. It's or it's bad. like... Stage makeup. Because it is really bright uh, stuff. I wonder if that's what it was supposed to be. Maybe. But, then, I wonder but were they, they just coming from like... They were. They were coming from that thing. Oh, okay. So maybe. I wonder if they filmed that scene and then like, oh, cut it for time. Like, <laughs> this movie wasn't maybe. 90 minutes. It was, it was a full-length movie. Um, all, all movies should be 90 minutes. Um, I stand for this. This two-hour trend <laughs> thing is killing me. It's exhausting. It is. And the thing is, like, Rebecca and I, when I went to college in New York, we'd always have a thing where I'd come back um, over Thanksgiving break, and we'd go to the movies, and we'd see three movies in a row. Oh, fun. In a day. Because it was like, we, we always had to go to the movies together, and we lived apart. We couldn't. Right. And the day after Thanksgiving, the theaters were always empty, so yeah. we'd just go and see, like, and, like, you, it'd be, like, the weirdest, like, I saw Burlesque and Tangled on the same day within about 20 minutes of each other. That sounds fantastic. It's so fun. And so I think it was like my my junior or senior year, we had like our three movies lined up. Yeah. And we saw two and we're like, I'm fucking out. Yeah, no, they're so long. So long. Try and and marathon any. uh, And one of them was Interstellar. So I was just like, oh. Yeah, didn't (laughs) watch that. Never want to. Okay, quotes from the sequel. And I mean, there's not. Um, I have two, and I'm, they're not... I mean, I think my, my quote that I'm just going to drop in is just the the part where the actress is like... That's my jewelry. It's my top hat. That's Hamlet. I've always suspected Ken was a serial killer. Yeah. I always knew Ken was a serial killer. Like, it's <laughs> so creepy. There's a bit where um, Miles is talking to his friend, the curly-haired dude who I described to myself as a wannabe Josh Groban-looking mm-hmm. dude. Um, he's, like, teasing Miles about his relationship with Sarah, and he's like, you two are like Bonnie and Clyde, <gasps> Pam and Tommy oh Lee, Bert and Ernie, Lewis and Clark, Brittany and Justin. <laughs> what? Wake up, man. Seriously, you've been all Barney and friends ever since what's-her-name scrambled your brain. I'm not. You two are like Bonnie and Clyde, Pam and Tommy Lee, Bert and Ernie. All right. Lewis and Clark. What? Brittany and Justin. (laughs) They broke up. Seriously, man, you were so hooked. It's like watching Bassmasters on late-night cable. And for tackle today, we're using an eight-pound test line and a blonde ballerina as bait. I was like, wow, way to date your movie. And then he's like, they broke up, though. Yeah. Like, oh, so it wasn't that late. I also, at that time, Pam and Tommy Lee had it broken up. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's so crazy. And at first when he said Bonnie and Clyde, I'm like, so, like, 
what? Murder? Like, murder? <laughs> like, are you saying it as a good thing or a bad thing? And then Lewis Are they Clark, going to rob a bank? Yes, no, that's when, like, it just got it really fell funny. Off. And then my other whole thing is, like, when he's watching the dancers in the pit, and uh-huh. he's like, they don't know their history. Oh, yeah. That every dance has a shadow, and every move has a step. I'm like, who are you? And she's like, like ballet. I'm like, shut up, Sarah. <laughs> the... Uh, only other line that I liked, because I just thought it was so stupid, mm-hmm. was um, at the end of the movie, when she goes to him and she's, like, explaining about how she felt doing the ballet recital. The ballet, yeah. And she's like, I, I want to paint with ballerinas, b-boys, and point shoes and high tops. If my dream of dancing ballet doesn't have enough room for all that, my friends and you with a cannoli once in a while... And I'm gonna have to find a dream big enough that does. What? <laughs> what are you talking about, bitch? She wants to combine it all, but the way she says, I wanna paint with ballerinas, B boys. <laughs> okay. I thought she said B boy. I'm like, <laughs> the twist you didn't see coming. Sarah is trans. <laughs> no! <laughs> but when she said B boys, it was like, oh, like B E space B O Y S. boy. I'm like, Huh? And also, you want to be multiple boys? I'm, oh, B-boys! B-boys! I'm white. I'm white. Sorry. Oh my god. Okay. What a mess. But yeah. Point shoes and high tops. So now, I'm gonna spring on you the thing I have spring on everyone. It's the Save the Last Dance Drinking Game. What? We go come up with rules back and forth for Save the Last Dance Drinking Game. I'll say the first one. Drink every time Isabella Mika, Isabella Mika is a better dancer than Julia Stiles. Wait, hold on, but then you're drunk. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Hmm. Drink every time Miles gets philosophical about hip-hop. Okay, drink every time. Uh, you can't count if Katrina is supposed to be a friend or a foe. Ooh, good. Drink every time... <laughs> Sarah's accent gets confusing. Drink every time Zoe is on screen and is annoying. Fun fact, guys, it's every time she's on screen. Every time. I still loved her, though. Um, Still loved her. Um, Drink every time. Oh, man, I don't know. I, I, I purposely things. spring it on you. It's hard. Yeah. The first couple were easy. Yeah. Hmm. Drink every time there's a phallic reference. <laughs> <laughs> Drink every time he pulls out the tape recorder, which is only, like, three times. Yeah, like, that's that's nice. That's easy. Yeah. Drink every time a plot line gets dropped. <laughs> yeah, drink every time a line makes no sense and you expect it to later and it still <laughs> doesn't. <laughs> I mean, you won't know that until later, so you'll just be pounding them at the end. Like, yeah. oh yeah, that didn't make sense. Just drink for every dropped plot line. That should just round you up. Yeah. Hmm. Let's see. Drink every time. Uh. No! I can't think of anything else! Mm, this is so hard now. Uh, something about the ballet class. About the swishy pants dance. Drink every time somebody gets demoted to a further bar. Yeah, if they're on line two or three. And the final rule! Drink every time you want to just turn the movie off. And then do, because you're not me and you can. <laughs> you're free of this movie. You have no obligation to watch the whole thing. And after listening to this, you have no reason to watch this movie. Yeah, we spelled it out for you guys. I mean, if you still want to watch it at the end, 
props to you. If but... you want to figure out why we were confused, and maybe you can figure and out. And maybe we're stupid. Maybe, yeah, we're, like, we, maybe uh, we missed something. This is why she felt betrayed. Duh. Yeah. Point it out, please. All right, everyone. That has been the Stupid Sequels podcast. Jessica, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, it's JL Fortenberry. Spell it. Fort in Berry. Yeah. Very straightforward. Spelled like it sounds. And uh, I've tagged her on a couple of tweets by now on our Twitter. Uh, follow us online. Please. Please follow us online. I love talking to you guys. I love interacting with you guys. I want to hear what you guys think. I want to make improvements. Um, I know last episode we were having some mic problems. So I'm sorry if it got uh, quiet in the second half. I, I try to fix it. Um, but other than that, um, I look forward to seeing you guys next month. We're going to do a stupid sequels first. We're going to do a sports movie. Why? Because I'm making <laughs> people from work do it. Oh, nice. Actually, the movie he picked, I'm like, I like the original, so okay. I bet Here. I can guess what it is. What? Is it The Sandlot 2? <gasps> Holy shit, it is! Well, okay, because everybody loves The Sandlot, and I'm trying to think, what sports movie would you have seen? Mighty Ducks 2. That wasn't a direct to... Oh, yeah, that was that was definitely a theater release. Those movies did all right. (laughs) It's Sandlot too, guys. I'm gonna leave this in now. I'm so good. You are all right. I love you all. Hey, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. I know I'm I'm roping so many of my friends in, and you're so fun, and you prepare anytime. All right, um, I'll probably bring her back for another episode. All right, guys, I love you. I'll see you around. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Stupid Sequels podcast. Please subscribe and review so everyone can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Twitter at Stupid Sequels 2 or email us at stupidsequelspodcast at gmail.com. Every episode is made possible by our sound engineer, Francis Cod. Our logo was designed by Nicole Wiseman at Wiseshots. And you can find me online at Callie Blair on Twitter and pretty much everywhere else. And remember, even though these movies are stupid, deep down, we really love them.